Hey guys, Brad here. Just wanted to pop in before the podcast starts. This podcast is massive. It's four hours. It was our live watch along with round one of the NFL draft. Just going to pop in quickly as you'll hear some audio issues from my side on this. Unfortunately, on the day when we did this, there was roadworks outside who were messing with the Wi-Fi that was connected up through to the house. So when you hear some jumpy parts or some having to redo a few things or even just me dropping out completely on this that's a that's the reason why but uh this was so much fun had um, a couple new additions to the team in dan and john who were on with me this entire time the four hours flew past it was one of the best uh podcasts that i can remember doing just for a fun standpoint and um, we also had uh, Dave who jumped on quickly. He was with us for a little bit. But, um, yeah, if you can forgive me for the uh, uncontrollable roadworks and everything that they were doing outside and ruining my Wi-Fi for the jumpy bits, please do stay as this was a, a lot of fun. So without further ado, you'll hear the podcast start. And as I said, yes, we had some issues but hopefully that doesn't detract from the fun time that we had so without further ado let's get into it (laughs) (laughs) this will be a bit welcome back to the lab with your host brad bolts Welcome back to the lab. Back to the lab. Welcome back to the lab. Back to the lab. Welcome in everyone to a very special edition of the NFL Lab Network today. We are going to watch along with the first round of the draft and joining me today are a couple of uh, some Aussie guys that some of you might need to uh, get to know because they're some of the smarter, some of the smarter guys that I've encountered in my time. So we've got, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go opposite order and we'll go the uh, best looking to last. So uh, John, how's it going, mate? I was expecting a bit to get in there. No, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> As I was saying, um, I can't believe, like the Seahawks, this has got to be one of the first times they've been picking in the top five for a very, very long time, at least in my history. So um, like you were saying before, they're in a good position. I don't know which way they'll go. I'm extremely excited. This must be what it's like to have the full draft experience. Yeah, I mean, it's, like they said, it's it's one of those things that when was the last, as you were saying off air, when was the last time that the Seahawks were picking team, let alone in the top 10, two in the top 20, they could really come. And after the draft class they had last year with the guys that they hit on there, like they could be really set up for a, a long, long run here as to some continued success. But uh, yeah, we'll move over and let's not pretend our, um, as well. Sorry, I just want to say, let's not pretend that uh, the Seahawks ever do anything with those first round picks. They're very good at lighting them on fire. So hopefully they don't do it today. Well, that's true. I just had to get that, had to get that in there. <laughs> that was good. 
Watch them just uh, trade back picks five and twenty back into the fifth round, so then they can have the entire fifth round and you know pick up these guys. Best case scenario, pro bowlers and. Yeah. As I was saying, joining us is our resident Packers fan. You can find him on Twitter at beard underscore 82. Daniel, call him Dan, call him Beard, whatever you want. How's it going, mate? Good, boys. How are we feeling this morning? I'm, as a Packers fan, normally I'm waiting just to be disappointed with the pick they make. But <laughs> this year, I think it's something different. There's so much on the line from with this draft. Especially what's after your, just trading away Rogers vibe? now, obviously. So, what was that? Sorry. What What is your thought? Like, because uh, they've gone now to pick pick thirteen as part of the, from fifteen to thirteen. So, what's your what's your thoughts from what you've sort of seen going around? What are you thinking might end up uh, happening at that pick thirteen? Are they going to for the first, first time in, in the first round in God seventh round draft pick or something. Like who's who they are. Like what you're, you're pausing a lot of the moment. Yes, choppy at best. I was gonna say though, Dan, do you think that the Packers are gonna pull a Seattle Seahawks and after they've traded away their premium quarterback? Uh, they're going to do what they're going to draft the need that they had always wanted. So the Seahawks drafted a lineman with the um, picks that they used to get rid of Russell Wilson. Will they draft Jackson yeah. Smith and Jigba? So with everyone saying the dramas between the front office and Rogers, I can, for the first year in a long time, I can actually see the front office going, you know what? We're going to just pick an offensive weapon in the first mm-hmm. round just to, have one last little dig at Rogers on the way out. Now I love Rogers; nothing will change there. But I can definitely see it being something they do. And if JSN's there at pick thirteen, I think they'll more than happily make that pick so that the Jets don't pick him either. Sure. Because good point. Is the it Jets too high? Though? Want to do... well, is is it sorry? too high though for at that point? I don't think so because I don't think he's going to make it to thirteen. Okay, I think he's. I think he'll go at twelve to the Texans personally. But if he's there at thirteen, and we pick him, I won't be disappointed. But again, yeah. I don't think we will. Personally, I think we're going to go with an edge defender. Our stocks there are pretty low with Rashawn Gary injured as well. He won't be a hundred percent to start the season. If he's there for week one, he won't be a hundred percent. And. Yeah. We were bottom five in pass rush last year as well. So we got a couple of young fellas in Devontae Wyatt and Angabari, who I think will come on pretty well this year, but we need bodies there as well. So my pick would be Miles Murphy. I hope they go along those lines. But I think JSN and King Kate will be in the mix as well. Well, yeah, sorry, Brad, we lost you there, so I kind of just sorry, took over. I've just, uh, <laughs> no, no, you're fine. I think um, I can hear just outside. There's some people doing some roadworks and stuff outside, so I'm thinking that um, it might be causing a bit of havoc with the, uh, the the internet. So you know, of course, that'd be of course today's the day of, of all course. days to um, yeah, yeah of, all, you know, of all timing have that happen. 
Uh, but so uh, looking now, so uh, it looks as if the Panthers are on the clock here. So are we all in agreement that we think that it's uh, Bryce Young? Yeah. Yeah, I'd been doing a bit of head and heart type mock drafts where my heart wanted it to be CJ Stroud so badly, but I just, it, you can't deny it. Like when the sport, sports books get to like 99% chance it's Bryce Young, you have to just succumb, you have to give in. <laughs> they normally know what they're talking about with that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but when you look at it, like what's it's, Bryce it's Young's biggest knock on I heard... Size, yeah. Other than size, everything else. No, no, you're sorry. Other than size concerns, everything else, he's a number one overall pick. Like I in my uh, my dynasty rookie draft, I got coming up. I got the one hundred and two, and I've had my mind set on taking CJ Stroud the whole time. Even still, now to this day, just because of Bryce Young's size, but if Stroud now falls even a little bit, it, like it has put in my mind that seed of doubt that I'm not really ready for yet. <laughs> it's going to be interesting where Stroud ends up landing. In my mock, I I think that the Texans take him at two. I just I don't see how like it's a completely new regime coming in. I don't see how. Um, you know, like it, obviously it could be Will Anderson or someone else, but I think that like the the gamble on landing Caleb Williams next year or um, uh, oh, he's, I've lost who's the other quarterback? Drake just May. My mind. Yeah, Drake May. Sorry, it's about to say Michael May. Um, yeah, I just like it's a gamble. There's going to be so many teams. Like you think about like the Commanders are going to want to be have a try piece at the 101, and there's going to be so many teams who want to try and get that spot. So I just don't think NFL teams take that risk lightly. Yeah, it's a huge gamble. Thinking a year in advance, hoping you're going to get the number one pick. Yeah, especially when your job's on the line, your family. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. I'm probably like the last person on earth though who has CJ. Stroud going to the Texans at two. I like it though, because like I said, I've got JSN going at 12 to them well, as well. Yeah, so I have that as well, because I think the but, Ohio State link up is going to be a real thing. Yeah. And, and I think more and more NFL position. teams are coming on, around on it. You know, you've got Kyler yeah. and um, Hollywood Brown. Um, it's like, oh, it's all throughout the league now. Yeah, that chemistry can't be understated. So. Hmm. Well, it'll it'll be it's one of those things that listening to a few podcasts, I was like some other guys and wish that I hadn't watched any Anthony Richardson film because <laughs> when 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 the Panthers were at nine, I was all on board for Richardson and really hoping, and then as soon as they moved up to one, I was like that dream's probably gone out the window. <laughs> but he would be who yeah. I'd love to pick <laughs> at one. He would be my guy if I. Because I could just really? see him, yeah. Um, I, I just, you selfish, I think ceiling wise, <laughs> I think ceiling wise, he's just got the biggest and the best ceiling out of anyone in the draft, uh, any of the quarterbacks that is. And I don't think he's as much of a project as what everyone says. Mm. 
Well, if he if he puts it all together, then yeah, his ceiling's insane. And he's only he twenty to... years old still as well, so there's so much room for growth there with him that I can definitely see them considering it. But it's a big gamble at number one. And that's just quickly before it, the um, the Panthers make their pick, Lamar Jackson. What 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 are we what are our thoughts there? I, I was what, I was always years. expecting it to be done. Yeah, yeah, they would have been foolish to let was, him, like not to re-sign him to a bigger contract, but not really surprising that it got done finally. So they're saying it's between Jalen Hurts' contract and Deshaun Watson's. Is that right? Oh, I saw that it's overall it's Garrett. It's a two two hundred and sixty million. But guaranteed money is is less, but it's still more than what Jalen Hurts has got. So it's it worked it, out. Yeah, Hurts is one eighty five guaranteed average of about yeah something like that. So it's something like Hurts is averaging fifty one million dollars per year AAV for his contract, and Lamar's is fifty two. Right. Okay. but I think it's one of those things that you'll that that's only going to last until for maybe another week or something. And then you'll see Justin Herbert comes in because they've put that they were going to do contract discussions after the draft. So I wouldn't be surprised if Justin Herbert's the one sitting back going, this is working out fantastic for me. Uh, You guys were after that. I am now going to be the highest paid and Lamar's going to be that (laughs) of about a week, I think. Herbert's an interesting one for me when you match it up with the contract of Lamar. I know it generally goes whoever's next is the next highest paid. And Herbert's potentially top five for his career in the NFL. But he's not quite put it all together just yet. Yeah, so does that mean that is Burrow waiting for Justin Herbert to get a contract, do you think, before he does anything? I'd say so. I also wouldn't be surprised... Yeah, sorry, go. No, go ahead, Joe. No, I was just going to say, um, the other thing that I was going (laughs) to wait on, sorry, mate, was just um, thinking, (laughs) I wonder if he's wondering what's happening in the draft in terms of, like, T. Higgins will need a contract extension. Jamar Chase will be needing one soon. Like, what what do they do in this draft might determine, like, you know, that might be part of it as well. He wants to see what happens and what they do with T. Higgins possibly and how that's all going to play out. Do you ever think that there'd be a situation like the 2019 wide receivers with DK, AJ, um, or DK Metcalf, AJ Brown? I should stop talking to them like they're my mates. Um, and uh, the the others where they all just get the same deal. Like they all, like Tua, um, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, they all just get given the same deal at the same time. Would that ever happen? No, the agents uh... wouldn't allow it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if it was down to the players, I 100% think it they'd come up with something like that. But having the agents involved, no. Yeah. I think also, too, I think it's one of those things where, you know, it you wouldn't be surprised. Um, there was this 
story just to go off on a bit of a tangent back in the um 60s in the nba wilt chamberlain wanted to be the highest paid basketballer going around and got a contract and who thought he was a better player than wilt chamberlain Mm. asked for a hundred thousand and one dollar contract so he was then the Mm. highest paid player (laughs) like it was a petty thing he wanted to be paid one dollar more than wilt chamberlain so i wouldn't be surprised if you see with some of these um quarterbacks that now you know you might see um Joe, like just he gets the Lamar deal, but his is 187 million guaranteed. And then you might see Joe Burrow get 190 million. Like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see, mm. you know, a few million dollars here and there difference between them all. But yeah, <laughs> it's amazing how even like just a couple of years ago, we, we, we only as the viewer, as the audience ever looked at the whole sort of contract number. And now it seems like more recently, all we really care about is what's the guaranteed number ever since Deshaun Watson trade and Lamar Pretty building much. up all this hype. It's like, who even cares about the total um, contract anymore? It's like, how much is guaranteed? Yeah. That's basically what it all comes yeah, down exactly. to. Exactly. Um, yeah. So Panthers are now on the clock. Eight and a half minutes. And you see because it's a team. Oh, they'll take the full eight minutes because the NFL wants to drag this out as long as possible. So they've probably already put that pick in, but they've been told that it's not going to be announced until, you know, you'll Last see it get nearly all the way down and they'll go, the pick is in with seconds left. Like, you know, I mean, we were that with the um, couple of years ago, Trevor Lawrence. Everyone knew for weeks Trevor Lawrence was going <laughs> number one. And then it took all 10 minutes before the pick was announced. So, got to keep that. You can see the whole front office just sitting there twiddling their thumbs, like, hey, can we make the pick? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Brad, what can I find um, our stream on? Is it uh, live after the show or is it live right now? So it'll be uh, after the show. Um, Part of that is because when I set up the YouTube channel, I've had everything ready to go to stream. I actually didn't register to do straight live. So then when I went to go do it yesterday and I was double checking everything, it takes 24 hours for it to be approved. And I went, oh, yes, the draft will be over by then. So that's going to be. Yeah, yeah. I had that when I was setting that up for the first time as well. So what would be, so everyone's pretty much sold on Bryce Young going one, but what, what would be, I mean, Will Levis would be the biggest shot to me going number one, but what do you think is the most realistic who might be a quarterback who goes one, if it's not Bryce Young? Do you want to take this one, Dan? Yeah, yeah, I think Richardson. I don't think they'd look at Stroud as the number one overall pick because I don't think they'd feel he's got as high of a ceiling. Even though he's probably most ready to go now, I don't think they'll look at his ceiling and go, five years' time, he'll be the best quarterback out of this draft. Whereas I can feel they'll convince themselves that Richardson could be that person. I have to think it's CJ Stroud 
um, <laughs> beyond my love for Sips Firm um, and my affinities, but I think Frank Reich has worked on so many projects over the last four, five years. Um, I think he wants, I think he's ready for some consistency. And the ebbs and flows that would come with Anthony Richardson there, I, like I have to wonder if he has the patience for that. Um, so I think, because I think that CJ Stroud can develop as, at just as good a rate, if not better than Anthony Richard, Richardson can with the right coaching and around the right team. And the Panthers are really the right team for that. Um, and, you know, that's why we're talking about Bryce Young, even though he is uh, more undersized than we're used to seeing, the situation, the landing spot looks so good now on paper outside of wide receiver um, that you, you can start building around that. Um, so I get the high floor, high, um, the sorry, not the high floor, the high ceiling case. I just, I wonder if they actually have the longevity for that. And Frank Reich would be willing to put the rest of his, you know, head coaching career probably on that. I wonder. It's a fair point. Just a, uh, just a bit of um, news. It freaked me out for a quick second. I was just looking at something and the Cardinals have said, we have swapped picks for the Eagles. And I went, uh-oh. But then I got there and reread it. We have swapped third round picks for the Eagles. <laughs> so the Eagles now have picks. The Eagles now have pick 66. And now have pick 94 and a 2024 fifth round pick. So uh, if I went quiet there for a second, I was like, I can't believe that... Um, the Eagles have traded up to three. That was the least that I was expecting. But um, well, there's been a lot of talk yeah, no, about the third them round wanting to trade up. But... Hey, what are you guys watching? Howie Rosen, Rosen's uh, an got... absolute sicko. He couldn't even wait for the draft to start before he started trading picks and moving around. <laughs> can, can someone calm that guy down? He does not sleep. <laughs> Well, I've got, I'm watching this on the uh, NFL Network on the Game Pass app. Yeah, yeah so, so am I. I've got three minutes 50 left on the clock. 57. I'm at three minutes 40. Okay, oh, so geez, Brad, you're time. about five to ten seconds in front of me. Um, usually in the past, I'll be watching this with my friends back in Toronto and they all watch it on cable network. So they're like two minutes in front of me and they're all like cheering and going <laughs> off. I'm like... So well, I've had nice. to mute Sleeper because they tipped the picks last year. Oh, that's right. Good call. Yeah. I'm going to do that now. They just ruined it because you're sitting there and you're like, oh, well, okay, cool. <laughs> so, so here we go. The pick is in. Pick is in. So... Yeah, I think sleep has already ruined it for me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and turn that one off. <laughs> I don't understand how sleeper get it so far ahead of when it gets announced. Because I think it's a TV thing. Um, I remember listening last year to the Athletic; uh, they did their um, draft show, and Nate Tice was saying when he was working for the Falcons, um, they'd be looking at their internal clock and they'd be on pick 20 and then they'd look at the tv and the tv was on pick 15 mm. 
Oh, so all these people know and they've like it, it goes through so quickly but because they're trying to make for a um a better tv product they they hold they make them hold the picks that little bit that little bit longer and then the information starts to leak out on twitter as well so you like have to jump off your t- yeah. Twitter timeline for a couple of minutes every time <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, so, see, Ian Rappaport's just reported. Yeah, and I could see too on the 33rd team, they're saying that uh, it's Bryce Young. How's the feeling? What's Sorry the feeling? Sorry to spoil uh, that no, for anyone. But... No, went <laughs> with what was expected there, so. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm conflicted for the pure fact that um, I like, like, I like Bryce Young. I would like Bryce Young if he was six foot, 205 pounds and not, yeah. you know, five, five, ten. And even though he weighed in at the combine at 204, you know that he was 204. Like, he's not playing 204. He put on weight for, nah. So, yeah. I, look, I, I am happy. But I'm also at the same time, like I said, I'd convinced myself back before the trade happened that it was going to be Richardson at nine. So, you know, I'm also disappointed because I really wanted Anthony Richardson. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. His first few games, he'll make you forget about Richardson. (laughs) Hopefully for you anyway. Rich Eisen just said uh, first Alabama quarterback to go number one. There you go. That's yeah. not something that I knew. I didn't know it, but it's not surprising when you think about the quarterbacks they've had. Mm. They've had a lot of game managers more than anything. Um, it's now, now this is the interesting part for me. This is, to me, the draft starts at two now. Yeah, because yeah exactly. There's been conflicting reports. Uh, it was being reported early on. It was... CJ Stroud or Anthony Richardson. Then I heard it was definitely Will Anderson. Then I heard it was Will Levis. And now it's back to Will Anderson is the, the thought for a lot of people. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, see, Brad, I'm looking at yeah, Bryce Young standing next to Roger Goodell and they're about the same, they're about the same height. <laughs> it's not what you want. <laughs> um, but just to get no, to what you were saying. Yeah, I, I do have money. I did put money on um, CJ Stroud going two to the Texans. But yeah, I'm, that Will Anderson's team is coming in hot and heavy. I think having D'Amico Ryan's as a coach has made them, I think, think more about defensive player at the top. I don't think it holds much weight, really, having D'Amico Ryan's as a defensive minded coach. Mm. You're not going to pick a defender over a quarterback if you if it comes down to it. If it's a toss-up between the two and you're that desperate for a quarterback, I can't see even a defensive-minded coach going 100% we're going for the defensive player here. Yeah, I just don't know if they believe in the quarterback class enough. I think Nick Casario is calling the shots on this one as well, at least just this first pick. Maybe D'Amico Ryan will have more weight with the 12th pick. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, they're in a great position. How about the um, the chatter that um, the Texans were going to trade their twelfth pick with the Cardinals at three and go back to two, back and three. two and three? Well, that. then they could have gone Will Anderson and CJ Stroud. Exactly. Yeah. See, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have minded that. I would have if they really were deciding that because the other option was that they might have punted on quarterback this year and waited for next year. So if that was the case, to me. Wouldn't it just be a scary defense in Houston if they did trade up to three and they went Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, two and three? Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, you just imagine, imagine that defense? Like you... twice, well, it's the Texans. You never know what they might do. Yeah. <laughs> so right. there we go. Bryce Young, number one. Um, yeah, it's also a bit. I mean, the uh, the measuring scale that a lot of people remember we're using was the um, photo with Bryce Young's cutout and Mina Kimes. <laughs> <laughs> and when when Mina was the same height taller than Bryce Young, and that that worried a lot of people. That's so. If that's how you measure quarterbacks as to how high they how um, their height compared to. ESPN analyst Mina Kimes, then um, yeah, it might worry you a bit, but I think though, too, this, this um, <laughs> I think this coaching staff though would be able to get the best out of Bryce Young and made yeah. strides last year with their offensive line, so they've got a pretty decent offensive line as well. Uh, so I think you know they've got the pieces there to protect Bryce Young. Yeah. I think the offensive line is the biggest thing for him. If he went to a team where they were just going to get pressure nonstop, then you'd be a lot more, for me, you'd be a lot more concerned about him being able to stay healthy. But like you said, the Panthers have put together a fairly decent offensive line at the moment. Yeah. Did you, are you hearing this, that the Texans haven't taken their full 10 minutes? They've already picked and Cardinals are on the clock already. Yeah, it, that's very reminiscent of last year. Do if you remember last year when um, the Jags took uh, Trayvon Walker one, and I watched that documentary with Brad Holmes, and they pretty much put their pick in like they they barely Great got work. the words out. But Trayvon Walker, and they were like, "Yeah, it's Aiden Hutchinson," and they're like, "Oh, yeah. come on, guys, you need to give us a little <laughs> bit of time here for TV." <laughs> so we've got the pick yeah. in now. And who do we think? Who do we think is actually going here? Oh, uh, I, 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 I want to say Stroud. I want to say Stroud. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, I thought Will Anderson, but I do think I think now that it's, my mind's changed, it's going to be CJ Stroud because, like I said, why pass on the quarterback? Plus, how fast were they? All right, here we go. Yeah. And it is quarterback CJ Stroud out of Ohio State. For those who can't who aren't watching, my arms, my fists are pumping. They're in the air. Nailed it. That's a smart pick for them. Yeah. Look, I Look. going into this, going into this draft before I started looking at prospects. I had CJ Stroud as my QB one. Yeah. It just, 
he, you know, that everyone was saying like last year, if he was, if he came out in the draft last year, there was a very good chance he was going to be a, a top four or five pick. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he came yeah. out, if he was able to have come out last year, the Panthers might've taken him at six last year. I'm stoked. I'm, I'm absolutely elated right now. So now pick 12, JSN's well and truly in the frame. It'd be good if be he good makes pair, it, wouldn't it? I think smart, like Texans need wide receiver bad as well. So it makes so much sense now for them to go JSN at 12. Mm. So now the, this is the interesting part now. What happens here with Arizona? You guys need to switch over to um, ESPN. Because I was about 30 seconds ahead of you. Oh, really? That's why I went there. Oh! And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Let's, let's swap over to ESPN. I'm going to... Uh... Yeah, I'll put it over on KO and Arrowhead. But I like the... Oh, actually, I won't say it. We've got friends watching. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to have to... Um... Gonna have to flick over then if that's the case, if they're so far ahead. Yeah, that was a good 30 seconds when they announced it. And then I was just waiting. I was like, oh no. Mm -mm." (laughs) I appreciate the courtesy. The courtesy. (laughs) So on your clock then, how how long have the Cardinals got left, Dan? Uh three minutes fifty-two. Okay, so you're still about ten seconds ahead of me because Hang on a sec, let's see if I can move forward a bit. I've got three minutes 40. Yep, so we're bang on now. Cool. Right. This is, But this is the interesting thing. Like, what does Arizona do here? Do they trade out or? I think they trade back. Because as, we welcome in, they... as we welcome in Dave to the stream. Dave, how are you going? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hey, Dave. Board, buddy. Oh, I'm fired up about this NFL draft. I was excited about CJ Stroud going at number two. I kind of mm. thought that was going to be the pick all along. I didn't really buy the Texans aren't necessarily picking a quarterback here. But, uh, yeah, I was – I was. I don't want to say – I mean, I wasn't surprised. I was unsurprised. I was just kind of satisfied to see Stroud go, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But this is a real question. You, I, I feel like you guys were talking about this right when I came in here. This is a real question. What do you think that the Cardinals are doing here? I think having Will Anderson available is the only reason they won't trade back. But they need so many pieces on that team. If a team wants to come up and trade up to three, then I think they seriously consider it. Because of the need for multiple positions, trade back, yeah. get some more picks, that kind of thing. Yeah. They're yeah, a long you. way off. They're a long you. way off at the moment. As good as Will Anderson is, or even Jalen Carter or Tyree Wilson can be, I think if someone's wanting to come up desperately enough, they'll jump at it. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think we're going to see the clock tick down to the very end here because they're probably on the phone with other teams yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah, and I think especially with CJ going too, um, this is the perfect position for someone to jump ahead of the Colts now. Like, I think the Titans, 
this is like their moment to get Anthony Richardson if they want them. If that's who they want. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, oh, because I, I, here we go. I think most teams are not sold on Levis. Oh, breaking breaking news. The Cardinals are trading the number three overall pick to the Houston Texans. So the Texans are back on the clock. So you're joking. Oh, the, <laughs> the Texans. So the rumors. That's awesome. The Texans back on the clock. So the rumors, rumors I was hearing yesterday was that the Texans were looking at actually selecting Will Anderson two and trying to trade back up for the quarterback at three. They've just flipped it and they've gone. Look, let's make sure we get the quarterback. Do it in reverse now. They've yeah, do it in reverse. I reckon this will be Will Anderson. Is my thought. Yeah, yeah they had to make sure they were getting the quarterback before pulling yeah. the trigger. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. massive. Oh yeah, I think they're announcing right now on the on my television. They're announcing right now. Wow, they just swapped over now to the. That's that's this is something. That's wow, this is something. Well, I. I know a few of my friends were laying a few uh, wagers on some draft, some over-under draft pit positions, you know, mm. uh, including our, our mutual friend Nate there, Brad, uh, had yeah. Anthony Richardson under four and a half. And I think that this trade, may, you know, maybe puts that at risk. Because this isn't a team trading up for a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like if a team had That's moved me. into this third position mm. for a quarterback, they'd be taking Richardson or, or potentially Will Levis. And then, you know, the Colts would probably take whoever was left if they hadn't been the team to, to trade into three, you know, in this uh, hypothetical situation. But now knowing that the Texans are, are obviously not going to draft two quarterbacks in a row, you know, <laughs> the Colts are going to have their choice of Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. So it could really jeopardize that Anthony Richardson under four and a half uh, pick. So that the rumor, the rumor that I had heard was about the two, the two trades. So, so Nick Casario wanted the franchise quarterback, but D'Amico Ryan's wanted his, franchise defender like obviously that happened in san francisco when they got nick bosa and this is what we're talking about between the two was yeah so that was apparently the argument between the two the bit of a butting heads of one wants the quarterback one wants the you know star defender and i think look i'm I'm not sure but i think this will be will anderson so i think they'll both actually get their way oh yeah and nick casario's Schefter just reported the Cardinals will get the 12th overall pick. Yeah. Oh, we hold on. They're making this selection right now on my TV. Just make sure it's official. Yeah, it's Will Anderson. They they've selected him. Will Anderson. It's official. Will As Anderson. As a Seahawks fan, I'm going. very sad about that. About the way that inspired. <laughs> but th- this is the compensation breakdown from Schefter. Unless, did you guys already say it and I wasn't paying attention? No. Uh, okay. So it's the Cardinals no. are getting 12, Not yet. 12 overall, 33 overall. So that's the second pick in the second round. Mm. A first and a third in 2024. Ooh. Wow. That's a the good The Texans deal. in return got this number three pick they just used on Will Anderson and the 105th pick in this draft, which. 
I guess I'm not sure what round that is. It just says 150. Well, that would uh, be in the fifth round. round, the fifth round, round yeah, start of the third. Round. Really four. Four round four, I think. Oh, yeah. The four round. Four, the yeah, fourth yeah, round. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> We got there. Nah, <laughs> uh, you know, math. I didn't know there was going to be math. Yeah. Uh, so, John, this opens up for Seattle massively now. I know. Dave, you don't know this about me I, because I probably – it's confusing because I've got a Justin Herbert jersey behind me, but I'm actually a Seattle Seahawks uh, supporter. I just um, okay. I haven't worn my Russell Wilson jersey in a long time. So yeah. I wasn't going to – Why would you I want should, to anymore? I should today <laughs> because it's thanks to Russell Wilson that we're in this position. That's true. Actually. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I like. I heard recently that we're out on Jalen Carter. Um, I Anthony Richardson would only make sense because we're not going to be in this position, we think, for a, a while. Um, could we snipe um, Devon Witherspoon here? I wonder. I don't see us taking a tackle, although we could. Um, just looking down don't my they, list as well. I mean, Tyree Wilson, maybe. Don't they have two young tackles? Well, exactly. We're, we've they been happy cross with last uh, year, yeah. Cross, yeah, cross. Yeah, and then, crossed, uh, really. And um, Abraham well. Lucas, yeah. our other tackle we got in like the fourth round or fifth round. Right, right. Who's been really good. So, yeah, maybe we do draft back. We trade back, yeah. Ah, that would be exciting. That would definitely be exciting because that would oh. mean... Uh, the, you know, that the next two picks that we're going to see would be the next two quarterbacks. I mean, most likely. Right. So, right. Uh, that would be fun. So, Tennessee no, think, still going to get a quarterback Texas, now, I wonder. Well, they might be. That could be the thing. That could be the move. Tennessee moving up. But then again, Tennessee probably are one of those teams that need as much help as they can possibly get because they had to. You think of all the guys that they've traded, they've cut in the offseason. They they just need help everywhere. So mm. to me, it seems like they're in one of those positions that it doesn't really make sense to burn so much draft capital to move up when you are so deficient in so many areas. Yeah, that's true. If because um... like, you think who's the who's the starting who's the starting left tackle? Who's the the wide receiver? Who's you know, you've got Traylon Burks, but then who's the second wide receiver? Who's the starting left tackle now that Taylor Lewans? It's just they need as much help as possible. Yeah. A lot of positions of need, for sure. Yeah. Are they? Do they keep Derrick Henry? Are they keeping him for another season? It sounds like that, by all accounts. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'd be happy with what they're going to get for him in a trade, so I think they'll end up keeping him. Because so would he be his June first cut? To save any money on cap or anything? I haven't looked at that part. But I'm the wrong guy well. to ask about cap stuff like that. <laughs> so do I'm we just think Colts go to relieve us here? It's, uh, yeah, I think is, so. That's my assumption. Although, you know, they could absolutely go Anthony Richardson and then run with, uh, forgive me, Card- Gardner Minshew is who they just brought in, you know, who could so you know, coaches be now, their starting quarterback until Richardson are ready. Who knows? Yeah, you look at their coach now, coming from Philly with Jalen Hurts. A lot of sense for picking Anthony Richardson over Bill Levis. I mean, Anthony Richardson is an athletic uh, anomaly. You know, this isn't the kind of guy that plays quarterback 
typically, you know, so, with this kind of size and speed and strength combination, he's not typically a quarterback. Uh, they were making a, a comment today. I was listening to sports talk radio and it was the Doug Gottlieb show, but it wasn't Doug that was speaking. It was somebody else that talked about when they sat down next to him for the first time, when you know, covering college football, they first time they saw Anthony Richardson, uh, the guy was thinking, no, we, we interviewed the defensive lineman yesterday. You know, as soon as he mm. saw this guy's size, he's like, we interviewed <laughs> the defensive lineman yesterday. Oh, wait, that's the quarterback? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's a real sizable dude. So I think that, you know, we're definitely. So who do we think is he? I think it's, I think it's Levis. I think Levis. it's Levis yeah. based on yeah, against, just against the, all the buzz that I've heard. Levis. But I would. I would you be know what? excited if I'm, I I'm going to Anthony I'm, Richardson. I'm going to swerve. I reckon it's Anthony Richardson. I hope it is. Sorry, John Richardson. <laughs> okay, well they're saying the pick is in, so we'll see any minute now. I, I think a few kids coming and going here. So if you hear a door slam or two, I, I apologize for that. So. <laughs> no, that's fine. I just think with Shane Steichen. As the coach now, after what he did with Jalen Hurts, I think he's going to put his stamp on and they pick Richardson to run a similar type offense. Mm. Yeah. They're making the selection. There it goes. It's Anthony Richardson. Wow. It's Anthony Richardson. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. So this is why. That's that's what we. For those who aren't watching, Brad Bolt's arms are in the air. Starting quarterback (laughs) next season. And this is why oh, I hated dude. every time anyone compared <laughs> Richardson with Malik Willis. They're completely different. And I no. couldn't see Richardson sliding like Willis did last year. Night and day different. I mean, yeah. really they are. It just never made any sense anytime anyone brought that up between the two of them. That's massive for Colts. Wow. That's huge. So Anthony wow. Richardson, Jonathan Taylor throwing to Michael Pittman. Might need some receiver help there, some tight end yeah. help potentially as well. But then again, you know, maybe I mean, they, they have some they, some tight end help. They could be in the market for a Luke Musgrave tomorrow. Right. You know, that might be a nice little uh, addition to this team. Because I'm not sure that they're sold on Jelani Woods and Mo Ali Cox is like, they're sort of like two big tight ends. They've never really utilized them in the way that particularly like any fantasy football players ever want, but maybe even just the way, like that to their strengths either. They're just going, I'm sorry. I'm, I got distracted. They're just going over the athletic numbers of Anthony Richardson on yeah. the television. And he's got a longer broad jump than Odell Beckham, a higher high jump uh, vertical than Devonte Adams. <laughs> he's heavier than I couldn't, don't remember who they said, but it was a linebacker. He's heavier than one of the linebackers, you know, on the He's Green heavier than most of the linebackers at the I moment. Mean, <laughs> it's just crazy to think, like, a guy this he's, size is He's this. 20 years old. Yeah. 20 yeah, years that's old the other thing, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing, too, about a guy like this. Like, if he sits for a year, if he sits for two years, he's, what, yeah. 22 years old when he becomes yeah. the starting quarterback? I mean, there's still a lot of career left in a guy like yep. that, you know? And I, they say... I, I don't know, think they, he's as much of a project as everyone says. He's he's not as much of a project as everyone says. He's better now than what Josh Allen was coming out of Wyoming at the same time. 
Josh Allen was oh, more of a project than what Anthony Richardson is. I, I'm kind of yeah. with you, Brad. I'm kind of with you. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I think it was overblown. I I cut a video yesterday uh, about Anthony Richardson, so I was looking for all kinds of highlights all over the internet, and and he, that guy made a ton of plays. I just like you all these wide receivers as well. There. Yeah, I mean nobody of of extreme talent. You know, I mean, yeah. like like unremarkable wide receivers, but the way that he goes from holding the ball, you know, looking for a receiver to like, he's decided to run it. It's so quick, you know, it's unlike most quarterbacks he's back there ready in the pocket. And then all of a sudden he's running, he's got five yards on you before you even realized like he decided to tuck and run, you know, because of his quickness, it's Mm. very sudden. It's a very sudden movement. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he and he did it over and over. Like I watched all these highlights. He did it over and over again at Florida. So I mean, the the move from looking for a receiver to deciding to run is so sudden with him. I haven't seen it with anybody like that except maybe Michael Vick. You know. So I, I think I, Colts fans will be excited about that pick. I think this is a very high ceiling pick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who well, else said be... they've got Gardner Minshew sitting there that knows, or you'd think he knows the offensive system that he'll be starting in, and he'll start to. Yeah, it should be similar to what you know they did in Philadelphia last year. So, yeah. Do you know who so... else will be excited by this? Will be um, dynasty football managers who have picks in the inside the one hundred and four. I was literally just going to say, so let's say you're picking, you're, you've got the 101, 102, whichever one you want. Who are you drafting as of right now with that with that pick, with the 102? Uh, Richardson. It is Richardson? Yeah. If I have 102, I'm going Richardson. So I have, okay. a, I have a unique situation uh, that... that this describes i have a league where i'm in a a full rebuild i finished last place this past year but i have 101 102 and 103 and i think that i'm gonna go Bijan robinson anthony richardson and bryce young Mm, and it's a super flex league where my quarterbacks are either old or lousy so i want to kind of get new life with the quarterbacks Actually, you know what I'd really like to do, to be honest with you, is uh, draft Bijan and and Anthony Richardson and trade the 103 for something else. Because I do have Deshaun Watson on that team. So. Yeah, you'd get a good haul for the 103 as well. But I wouldn't have, you know, for Anthony Richardson, probably wouldn't be a factor in my lineup this season, obviously. Yeah. So in one of my leagues, I've got an awful well, – it's got some young pieces, but the team sucks. My main quarterback's <laughs> Mac Jones, and I've got Sam Darnold. Mm. So I was like, I've got 101 and 103. And I was trying to trade – I've been trying to trade the 101, but I haven't got what I wanted for it yet. So I can't get I can't get what I want for the 101 either. That's why I'm just yeah. going to sit there and take Bijan, you know? Well, that's what I'll say. I'm like, I'm not going to – Take a quarterback at 101, I don't think. What are you asking for imagine. for the 101? I got offered 
The 104, but I had to give up my early second, which was 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. No. So... Huh? And I answer that question, John, is the moon. I'm asking for the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame you. Because the if way I thought wait. this draft was going to fall, I wanted to get – I didn't want to fall outside 104 because I knew I'd be able to get my quarterbacks at 103 and 104. Yeah. If I was going Stroud and Richardson because I was going to miss out on Young and obviously Bijan. But the more I've thought about it, the more I've thought I'll just pick Bijan at 101 and then see if I keep him or see if I trade him moving into the season. And at 103, I was expecting I'd pick Anthony Richardson. So now makes it interesting with that 102 in between my picks of what they'd end up doing. Oh my god! I just got a spoiler of uh, the Seattle Seahawks on Twitter and their pick. So, so did I. I, I, I just oh, did you? <laughs> let's let oh, John no. spoil it. He's the Seattle guy. I don't know if I. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. Hang on, I've got a couple of minutes to process my emotions. You guys talk. I'll come back <laughs> around. Okay, Brad, tell us, tell us the the leak here. We got to hear what's going on. Okay, so. The Seattle Seahawks have passed up on Jalen Carter and they are taking Illinois cornerback Devon Witherspoon. Mm. Ooh. I just tweeted out, oh, gee, boy, wow, I don't know about that. Wow. I think I would have rather rather the trade back. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, Witherspoon to me is – without question, the top cornerback in this draft, you know, I mean, and he's still learning in this process. You know, this guy, this is a guy who didn't really adopt football as his primary sport until his junior year in high school. And so as a result, you know, he went to community college or whatever to begin with before he ended up at Illinois, but he spent this year at Illinois and he sort of anchored that offense, you know, I mean, or a defense, (laughs) sorry, I said offense, but he sort Mm. of became the, the, the linchpin of that defense and you know I think I think he's got I think he's got a lot of potential I think he's got a lot of potential well I had him going next at six I've just had a sad realization now as a Packers fan the Lions <laughs> are going to take Jalen Carter aren't they oh lord <laughs> Depends if that's that, off, right. that like defensive line is going to be incredible if they do. That's yeah. been my worst fear that they'll have Jalen Carter sitting there and they'll take him and have a defensive line like that when when Jay, or when Jordan Love becomes the starting quarterback. To Just terrorize to him on uh, Seattle. Yeah, let's see. A lot yeah, of... Hopefully, he's a little bit more mobile than Aaron Rodgers and he can escape <laughs> a bit better. He definitely is. Yeah, go ahead. Finish on <laughs> Seattle there. I'll finish on Seattle because I don't know how much longer I can keep talking about it, but. <laughs> We've had such a habit of our first round picks just not panning out or not really being those like top tier that we wanted. You know, like last year we got Charles Cross, great, great player. In previous years, it's been like Rashad Penny, LJ Collier. Like I just, we'll like we'll see we'll see what happens. I, I'm just not sure. I would have preferred this um, maybe another cornerback. 20 um because we have an opportunity there as well 
and like you know we, we yeah, talked yeah, so may, much there may have been some decent options there yeah we talked so much, yeah, because I had like Christian Gonzalez still being there at twenty-two. I got him twenty-two to the Ravens, but oh no, he's not going to make it that far. I, like we, how often are we in this position where we're picking at number five, <laughs> and this is what we decided that we wanted to? <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. You aren't picking high often at all, so your first yeah. round picks not working out. Can't. I mean, you hope all your first round picks turn out, but at the back, like twenty. Plus, you're not always getting the picks work out for whoever, no matter who you are. Oh, for sure, yeah. But picking a pick five, I like it. I just, with the players on the board, mm. I was surprised they picked him. And especially with our needs, you know, up front on the defense, especially. Yeah. But, you know, guys, I mean, Witherspoon is a shutdown corner. I mean, he's going to be a, a, a high-performing quarterback in this league. Mm. I guess really, it really, will be good for Tariq Woolen as well. well. Yeah. yeah. And plus, you know, we've got, you know, Quandre Diggs back there. Jamal Adams will be back in safety. They're starting to build that uh, that defense back up again like it was in your championship yeah. year. Yeah, the Legion of Boom, like the Legion we, of Boom. Yeah. yeah. Different sort of team, but the defense is going to be trending towards the lead again. Right. But, I mean, it was always, even back then, it was always kind of anchored by that, uh, strength the secondary, you know. Yeah. So, and not to mention it, we let. I think we let Ryan Neal walk, or he got traded. Uh, but you got Bobby Wagner coming back. Wagner will be back. Yeah, we've brought in Julian Love to play Nickelback. We've got some pieces, so I get it. Kobe Bryant, maybe they want to try and replace Kobe Bryant because he, he sort of flashed here and there. Gonna be interesting now. Pick twenty for you guys. <laughs> Maybe that'll be where we shine. Who am I kidding? We're, we're gonna like have the most amazing draft in round five. That's what <laughs> I should be really focusing my energy on. <laughs> I love it. So right, Detroit, now, Detroit now. Well, what what yeah. do you think? Is is it Carter? Is it Carter? Do you reckon? Does I can't see them passing up on him. Um, you would, yeah, you'd think it has to be at this point, right? I mean, this is this is a great situation for him to fall in their lap, you know. I, do, I could see people are worried about the off-field off issues, but aren't those, aren't those mostly resolved? I mean, he's already pled no contest in, you know, that side of things. I don't have to worry. Just uh, breaking breaking news. The Arizona Cardinals have traded with the Detroit Lions for pick number six. What oh, wow. the hell? Quit it. Are you in. serious? Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who do they pick? Because I had them picking Tyree Wilson, so. Oh, Detroit gave yeah, is number 34. 12 and number 34. There's some talk come come out about Tyree Wilson's foot today and that he's suffered oh, a Liz Frank injury. In this past season, oh, is that right? Yeah, that's what I've heard anyway. Uh, so that he might not be ready think... to go at the start of the season at all. So, in my mock, my final mock, I had them taking Paris Johnson Jr. at three. I think they'll take him at six. I think they pass on Jalen Carter and they go Paris oh, Johnson yes. Jr. Yeah, I had them tackle. going back to 11 with Titans yeah. and picking Paris Johnson. 
or offensive tackle. So, yeah, I mean, that's who I had the Cardinals taking at three. So, yeah, it makes sense. Really? Six. Okay. I mean, I don't hate it. I just wouldn't have expected it. But I do think he's, I do think he's far and away the best offensive tackle in this draft. So, is it too much to give up to you gave up the, like basically the picks you just got just received from the Texans? It does kind of seem like yeah, the Cardinals yeah. are probably moving and shaking and doing some good stuff here. I, I'd re- really be interested to see the compensation. So if anybody mm. gets that before I do, so feel free to let me know. If they've made the trade up here, they didn't move, have to move this far up to get Paris Johnson Jr., I'd imagine. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't think they would have had no, to move up this far to get him. I, no, I... I think they I do. Think, I reckon. I think if they you look could have gotten Paris Johnson any time in the top ten. I think if you look yeah, at what Raiders the, are a wild card, um, I guess. What the Raiders would need, what the uh, Eagles might have wanted at ten, what the Falcons might need. If you think of what the Bears might do, there is every chance that he might have actually been gone by that stage. I think the whole move back from three to twelve was for the picks for next year because they got the extra yeah, first could, next be, year as well. You could be absolutely on about that. Uh, I personally think if Christian Gonzalez is still there when the Raiders go, that that's who they'll take. Oh, wow. Because I feel like they need a defensive back. I feel like they need a corner. Mm. And uh, and I'm a little bigger on him than, than John might have been because John th- thinks he's going to last into the, the double-digit picks. Oh, no, I, no I think he's a great player. It's just kind of how I had it falling. Like, okay. I just had a couple – who do I have in front? I had, obviously, um, Devon Witherspoon in front. Um, and yeah, then, me too. Me too. Um, I what also, oh, yeah, I thought Joey Porter Jr. would be a good pick for Seattle at 20. So I did have them take Seattle taking a cornerback. Okay, I thought it'd be with the 20. Do you think the Cardinals then, made this move the minute Seattle didn't pick Jalen Carter? Oh, good call. Yep, probably. I right. See, I, I, my thought. Thought was as we wait for the pick to come in. Oh, they did take Paris Johnson Jr. Well, Paris okay. Johnson Jr. Goal, Brad. 100%. Yeah. You guys just, so guys I think just nailed whole, it. All I right. I'm think... very impressed. Very impressed. You guys are on it. I, uh, That's interesting. I don't, I um, think, you say that, though. I don't, don't let, don't let him say Australians don't do understand it. NFL football. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think Seattle had an eye for Paris Johnson at any point, though. So. Hard no. to say. But yeah, so far I've got Bryce Young correct, CJ Stroud correct. I did get Paris Johnson correct, although it wasn't at, at three. So the right team, not at the right pick. But yeah. I'm counting so, it. at least half credit. At least Yeah, half yeah, yeah. Credit. So I'm two point five out of six. There you go. <laughs> well, I got Young and Will Anderson, but I had Will Anderson going two. Yeah. That counts. I'm just happy for my friends that bet the uh over under on Anthony Richardson at four and a half that said under, and they got their, they got mm. their, uh, they won their wager. So, who says bookies don't know their lines? Right. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, CJ Stroud was $4 to go second to the Texans. Actually, no, it was $4.50. He was better odds at three than he was at two, but I took him at two. I just couldn't see the Texans not 
like taking that risk of and well I, he blew out i never bought like, it either. a few days ago and then came straight back in he blew out to seven dollars at one point yeah and then i think it was last night he came right back into favorite for number two yeah oh man i was seeing mocks yet uh within the last two days where people were having Tampa Bay draft him at 19. And I'm like, there's no way <laughs> CJ Stroud is going to last until pick 19. You guys. It's not happening. Well, I had Stroud getting to seven here. Wow. So now I don't know what the Raiders will do. Yeah. I think Paris Johnson is by far oh. the most talented offensive tackle yes. in this draft. And, uh, and I know there are actually there are some other good offensive tackles in this draft. This is a compliment more to Paris Johnson than a slight to any of the others. But uh, yeah, I think you know he'll he'll be a great uh, addition for Arizona. So I mocked Peter Skaronsky to, me, I was... to the Raiders here. Skaronsky, mm. see that could it be. might be a bit bit early, bit early for him. But I just think the Raiders need it. I could see it happening, but. I'm telling you guys, I think it's going to be Christian Gonzalez. I think this is his slot. It's a good right call. Here. Yeah. It's a great call. But we'll see. Yeah. They need this a lot is, of This is what's fun about there. the NFL draft. You, you think you know, and then you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for that first really big trade that just completely derails everything else for the rest of the first round. What's well, Howie doing? He's doing well, nothing. I feel, like that, I feel yeah. like that trade. The, I feel like we've already gotten some good trades, you know? I mean, maybe that <laughs> yeah, derails been... the whole first round. But Pretty crazy. That's true. The Texans a little bit no more shakeup than I, than I expected so far. Texans the Texans back-to-back back to back three. That was yeah. kind of wild, <laughs> you know? But it hasn't, hasn't like, shifted the whole the whole standings. The whole balance. Much. Yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, nothing, nothing wild has happened yet. You might not be able to tell from what I'm wearing because I got my Toronto Maple Leafs hockey shirt on and my Detroit Tigers baseball hat on, but uh, I'm a Steelers fan, so I'm <laughs> very curious to find out what the Steelers are going to do. I am the Homer pick fan. I want them to go Joey Porter Jr. Yeah, uh, well, I think it makes a lot of sense as well. Know, Not just but, the name, but the actual talent and the need. Right, for sure. But there's actually been more buzz lately that they might move up in the draft so it would be interesting to see if they trade up uh i was hearing they would trade up for well paris johnson or peter skaronsky to land a a good Mm -hmm. offensive tackle um obviously one of them's already gone but i guess what i'm saying is potentially they could be talking to the raiders right now if, if what they really want to do is move up to make sure they get an offensive tackle, That'd they, be might already been, they might already be trying to do it. That'd be huge. It's, yeah, I'm, see, I'm not sure. I think the Raiders are so devoid of talent in a lot of areas that be anyone. Like, could it be Carter? Could it be Gonzalez? Could it be Levis? Could it be Skaronsky? Could it be you know, somewhat it's just, they just need as much help as they can possibly get. So yeah. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah. as to who this could be. Fairly wide open. Yeah. It's, let's see. I haven't. Well, I've had the, the Eagles pick him Bijan Robinson at 10. 
So I was just about to say, happens, we're, you guys we're are starting have a to brief get appearance from my daughter in here because she's <laughs> a big Bijan Robinson fan, and she'll be uh, going nuts if he. Gets I think we're starting to enter Bijan sort of territory now. Right, it could be coming it could up be. soon. We look at Atlanta and I. So Atlanta next for Bijan. I don't think they'll pick him. That'd be the that'd be the earliest I could realistically. I think it will. Is to Atlanta at eight. I mocked Bijan fourteen to the Patriots. So sorry, everyone. Oh, fantasy hates you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to will it into existence, but uh, I did use my head for that one. Thinking back, do you know I actually might think it? It might be. I reckon they're going to go Tyree Wilson. The Raiders. Yeah, that'd be cool. I reckon they want someone to pair. Yeah, the Raiders. I reckon they might go Tyree Wilson to try and pair with Max Crosby. Because Chandler Jones It would seem like a bad is, pick until you know, today when everybody's ringing the alarm bells about the Liz friend. Yeah. I, I just, I just yeah. have a feeling, you know, try and bring another guy in. He's got the traits that everyone, you know, was so high on. I wouldn't be surprised. Prize if it's a if it's a guy like Tyree Wilson here to the Raiders and then I think it's I think it might be Tyree Wilson here and then I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta goes Bijan at eight that's my my prediction. I just I can't see the Falcons taking Bijan. Like they're not in a position to pick a running back at eight overall with their team. But also, so the the last. The okay. previous first round pick. So Kyle Pitts at four, Drake London at was it eight or nine? Yeah. And then Drake they're gonna London take Bijan at eight. Like I just think they're just three luxury picks all in a row. I think now if you're picking Bijan this high, you need to be competing. Yeah, that's it's right. There's no point being it's... a team that's going nowhere. And having a stud like Bijan sitting there, like we look at the Giants with Saquon Barkley, right. and it's only just now getting somewhere for them. And he's on his fifth year option now, or not even on his fifth year option. He, they didn't pick it up, or whatever they did. I'm I'm a hundred percent with you. Yeah, in fact, what you're saying is the reason why I think Philadelphia will take him at ten. Yeah. Because and they, Philly they pick have, at 10, they have the luxury of using a luxury pick, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's a bonus pick for them at 10, yeah. so it makes sense. Right. Here's, here's Goodell now. Ah, you got it, Brad. You did it. Tyree Wilson to the Raiders. There we go. Good job. Good call. You guys are on it tonight, man. I'm actually very impressed with how accurate these <laughs> have been so far. So, very good. Thank you. I've just seen <laughs> yeah. just seen there's a update update on the um the Lions Cardinals trade. So the full deals Lions get 12, 34, and 168, and they give up six and eighty-one. So uh, there's a few yeah. extra picks that weren't okay. just the two extra picks that weren't there. So yeah. Okay, so eighty-one works out to be that's just the update like on that. But like a mid-third? Third round. Yeah. Kind of yeah, an early mid-third. Oh, man, I had Tyree Wilson with the next pick going to the Falcons. Excuse me for just one moment, gents. I think somebody's screaming outside here. <laughs> I just think so, I think this was just a, a traits thing, this pick. 
this pick was a traits pick to me. It needed to someone to pair with Max yeah. Crosby, and this yeah. is how they're doing it. Yeah. I like him I for like the top it. 10 as well. So I've got four players who I think are like fringe first round picks that I kind of want to see fall into the first round. I'll see what you think about them. Um, and we, we talked about them in our group chat maybe a month ago. So I was talking about Hendon Hooker. Um, I talked about Nathaniel Dell, but I don't think he'll fall into the first round. So maybe I'll, I'll replace him with um, Jimmy Gibbs. Um, Keely Ringo and uh, BJ Ojolari. Any thoughts on any of those four falling into the sort of the back of the first? I can see a team taking a chance there on Keely Ringo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm torn on him. I don't know how I feel about him. He's got everything you want in a cornerback, but yeah, I think he balls out. Yeah, he's also been burnt by a lot of wide receivers. Fair, yeah. And I don't know. As a first-round pick, I don't think so. Does he play BJ Ojolari? Corner. BJ Ojolari, I don't think, comes in that high. But I think some it people be have mocked. Some people have mocked BJ Ojolari to. I want to say the Saints at twenty-nine. Yeah. It's thereabouts. Yeah. Jimmy Gibbs, could he get to the Bengals at 28? I've mocked him there today. I, I mocked him there last night to the Bengals, so I think that's where he would go. Could happen. And yeah, yeah, Hendon Hooker, I um, it sounded a lot cooler three months ago, but now, now it's kind of like picked up steam. So the reason I, I would have Hooker at the back end of the first is yeah. for the fifth-year option. Yeah. Because he's going to basically lose this whole year. Yeah. And then he's got a fair bit of development to do for the NFL game. But he's got the talent. That was a fun And if he didn't didn't get injured, then I think it would be more likely that he goes in the first. But that fifth-year option for him would be massive for a team. Yeah. I think so. And I can also see the Saints picking him as well. Saints could take any one of them. Any one of the four. Yeah. Dave, I was just saying that I've got um I've got four players who sort of like a month ago were sort of they're these players who could fall into the back of the first round. Um it was Hendon Hooker, Jameer Gibbs, Killy Ringo, and BJ Ojolari. Okay. I've seen a few mocks with BJ Ojolari falling into the Saints. Jameer Gibbs could go to the Bengals at 28. Um, and like I was just saying, like Hendon Hooker sounded cool a few months ago, um, but it's kind of it's picked happening. up steam now. I think yeah, it's so it's I, less kind of takey. Yeah. Any of those yeah. you see falling in or out? Um, no, actually, you know, I, I feel like there's a really good chance that Hooker and Ringo both make it into the first round here. Uh, I mean, I could see any one of the four that you mentioned. I mean, they're all like uh, talented enough players, but yeah, but yeah, from things that the buzz and everything that I've been hearing lately, I mean, I I think Hendon Hooker's a slam dunk to happen yeah. in the first round. He's going to whether it's a team trading back in uh, or whatever. I feel like he's definitely going to be a first round pick. I've and seen Seattle at twenty. Ringo, I've, 
for a little while he was sliding down. Now we're getting some weird echoing here. But now I Brad's feel like he's kind of trending back up a little bit. You know, like I felt like he slid down for a while, and now I feel like I'm hearing more and more uh, response yeah. that you know he could be a late round pick here, a, a yeah. late first round pick. So. Okay, cool. I like. It. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I they're think, they're yeah. on my my stock watch. I think that yeah, I think that those are those are all good names. Those are all likely names or you know reasonable names to end up in the first round. But the two my two favorites are Hooker and Ringo for sure. Yeah, and you look at it. There's a lot of players Sorry. that are going to be picked in the first round that don't have first round grades like normal. But I think this year yeah. more so than normal. So you're going to see teams reach for players that they want at the back end of the first. Yeah. yeah. Any uh, Cole Strangers? Say again? <laughs> Any Cole Strange types? Oh, no. No Cole Strangers, I don't think. No. Uh, <laughs> right, this I, is... I, I, would be su- I would be surprised to be that surprised again. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I? I'm going to give. Can Although I give my one guarantee of this round? Really well in Jersey. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to give my guarantee of this round. This is. I can. I'm 100% guaranteeing it's Bijan here, and if it's not, we can end the stream right now. <laughs> All right. Well, I will have to. Pause I mean, I can see them doing it. I just don't agree with right it now because she she wants to know where he goes. I, I I'm guaranteeing it right now. We were watching a replay of a from Texas Iowa State game when we were yeah. having lunch one day, and I just said to my daughter, "I'm like, oh, look at that guy. That's Bijan Robinson. He's probably going to be the first running back selected in the NFL draft." You know, and she just started watching him, and she just instantly fell in love with him, and she's been a fan ever since. So no, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. So also, too, just to ruin your day, um, Daniel, uh, with Sorry. Detroit now trading back. They, ha- they now have, in the top 55 picks, they have picks 12, 18, 34, 48, and 55 in the top 50, top 60 picks. They're winning that division. Eagles have just traded up to mm-hmm. nine as well, swapping with the Bears. Ooh, they're taking Ooh, Carter. Bijan goes here. Yeah. So Bijan here would be good, great for fantasy football. Oh, 100%. I think it's a good landing spot. I think it's bad if you're an actual, a real life Falcons fan. Sorry, I just saw the spoiler. No spoilers. Pick. I just saw who it is. Well, they're making they're <clears throat> making the selection right now. So are we ending the stream, Brad? Spoiler. Are we ending the stream right now? <laughs> no, we're good. You got well, it. If it you fades to black, you did. Don't know what? Wow. I gotta, okay, I gotta go yeah, tell cool. my daughter. Okay. I'll be right back. Great. We, no, it's all right. Everything's fine. We've got another two hours ahead of us. I mean, it it does make sense for what they're building in the sense that they get a stud running back. But personally, if you're taking a running back this high, from where I stand, you need to be competing. Yeah. Or on the verge of competing. And Atlanta aren't. But that offense should be exciting once they get rid of Arthur Smith. Kyle Pitts, four. Yeah. Drake London, eight. Bijan Robinson eight. eight. Yeah. Like maybe they maybe they they think like oh we're just we're very good at picking uh, offensive players <laughs> we don't really miss on them so if Desmond Ritter is 
at least a competent quarterback, they'll have a good offense as long as Arthur Smith uses it. Over under three hundred and fifty touches. Combined touches? Over. Touches, yeah. Over. Over. What about carries? She was very Over. excited. Not, not excited enough Over. to join us. <laughs> Over three hundred carries. Three hundred and fifty. Under three fifty. Under three fifty. Okay. Over. What did Najee have his first year? <laughs> it's, the it's Arthur Smith. A lot. It, but that's not the that's not the thing you've got to remember. It's Arthur Smith who was the offensive coordinator with the Titans when they had Derrick Henry and they were feeding him the ball four hundred times a season. That's what's gonna happen with Bijan here. That's it. Yeah. And they they've just announced you on just the know what's going this is an Arthur, Arthur Smith pick. Yeah. Oh, I think he'll have four hundred touches so combined. But not that many rushes. It, it looks like that the Eagles traded a fourth round pick to move up one spot as one well. Spot to take so Jalen Carter. Ten, ten, and, ten and a fourth round pick Carter. to number nine. I reckon it'll be. I reckon uh, I'm in agreement with you guys. I reckon Jalen Carter. Yeah. It was always going to be Bijan or Jalen Carter for them if Jalen fell. So. For what it's worth, Najee Harris had 307 rushes in his rookie year. 381 touches. I think Bijan's just over that. I think 315 to 320 carries. So are the Titans can, taking can Will take... Levis? Uh, probably. Well, they're poor fans. Will Levis's comp. It's sort of falling it's funny that though, way. With the, the, the comp, though, that most people have for Will Levis is Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Like it, it makes sense if you've got Ryan Tannehill. I don't like it. Pick a younger Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, who knows what could happen? It could even be Ryan Tannehill. Exactly. The box. Pick the box. But if this, if this is Jalen, if this is Jalen Carter here, how, how, like, just think of the Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis and Nakobe Dean back together again on the Philly defense. Beautiful. Throw in, you know, Sam had that in year last year, Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, you know, um, they lose Kaiser White, but you know, you've still got what? Darius Slay, you've got um, Bradbury, you yeah. lose um, CG uh, J, you know, um, CJ Gardner Johnson, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, CJ GJ, it's, it's, it's a scary defense, like they. CJ GJ, I forgot a, I forgot a J. There's so many J's and G's in there. I keep, I always miss one. Um, just a good pick. If if they go, I think, I think it's a really good pick for them. Philly having picked ten or pick nine now is just unfair. I know it's like you look at it. What well, what are their needs? Before, but now if they're going to get Jalen Carter, it seems really unfair. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he slid this far, but. I'm surprised Will Levis is still out here too. This is this draft is not going precisely how I expected, which is why I guess I'm so excited or impressed at how accurate you guys have been. Because you're nailing all these picks, and I'm like, I didn't think that guy was going to go here. Uh, I can honestly say I don't like seeing people fall in a draft, but geez, I'm happy Will Levis has fallen in this draft. <laughs> because of at the man no is, point have I ever thought he's worthy of a top ten pick. Oh. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought it was personal, like the mayonnaise in his coffee or eating the whole banana. Oh, decision-making's up to shit. 
my wife saw him eat the banana with the peel on, and she's like, this guy shouldn't be eligible for the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Serious questionable decision making. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just think back, like you look at that nas- national championship team, not this past se- college season, but the season before, and everyone absolutely loved Jordan Davis and everything he was able to do, and he wasn't even the best defensive lineman on his own team mm. that year. Yeah. Like Jalen Carter was the best player. So if you put two, and then they've also got uh, just thinking to, oh, I forgot who got Fletch Cox. You know, so they've got they've got a guy to help mentor them as well. That's just it's just a scary defensive line, and you never know. There's there's some talk. I don't know whether it'll happen, but there was some talk that they might even try and um, move up for Nolan Smith. What is the Jordan? Like, Davis that would just be unfair to me. After one season, I think, I, I think. I think everyone's well from the Philly fans that I'm friends with, they all really like him. They just feel like that, yeah, you know, he 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 needed um needed a season or two before it really like he becomes that guy yeah. who plays nearly every every down sort of thing. That's the ones that I'm uh friends with. That's what that's what they've been saying. So yeah. So we've got Goodell coming out now, and we all reckon it's Jalen Carter. Eagles are making their selection. It is, in fact, yep. Jalen Carter. There you go. That's an awesome pick. And the Eagles fans look happy. They're pounding their beers. That's crazy. That's, that's <laughs> Philadelphia people for for you there. Slamming a beer. It's got their guy. They like. <laughs> I I don't know about you guys, but I also really like this draft where they show these guys who are so happy that they're realizing their dreams and see them in the green room and just looking at Jalen yeah. Carter now and he's got tears streaming down his face like it's it's an awesome part about uh awesome part about the draft I lost every year and everything he went through before the draft like the misdemeanors but even then his workout like he was questioned about his work ethic and everything and his conditioning which I think was a big reason why he was dropping this draft and I don't think it's a uh, it's wild at all to suggest that the Eagles could be back in the Super Bowl in the next year or two. Like, imagine just fall like going from where you are in Georgia and then falling yeah, into that situation. I don't think yeah. it's out of the question to think that they're going to be back in the next Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he'd be stoked. I would have loved him at in Seattle. I think any team would have loved him. Well, so yeah, Bears, Bears Bears it's not just the tears, but it's like the obvious relief on his face too. That yeah, like, yeah. Because he was supposed to go, especially with the off season. He was supposed to go, before. especially with the off season um, that he had. You know, with the, which obviously led to some of the character concerns with people with the the incident they flashed up on ESPN just before about the um, the misdemeanor charge he got at the um, that yeah. was announced during the combine and everything, but. Yeah, mm. uh, like you said, it's just the the pure relief of these guys to the, you know that what they've worked on for most of their life they've achieved. So, just looking now too, the Bears pick is in. So, who have we got going to the Bears? It's got to be an offensive lineman, doesn't it? Do they go um, offensive lineman? Isn't it? You got to get yeah, you got to give somebody to Justin Fields. Skaronsky or Skaronsky. Broderick Jones, I think, would be the pick here. 
Or do they just throw Personally, caution I'd to the wind? Personally, I'd before Broderick Jones, but I'm with you. I could see. I could see. It yeah. Going. Or do they just throw caution to the wind and pick JSN to give Fields a weapon? <laughs> no way. That would be crazy. <laughs> After they just got DJ Moore in that trade, I don't think. I don't think that's gonna happen. But yeah, but who else? I I had mocked Jalen Carter at nine, but it was <laughs> to the Bears. My daughter. That's her second favorite guy behind me. <laughs> <laughs> She was kind so of I so is taking Paris Johnson. If you're looking Jr. at, mm. you had the best. She also didn't understand why I was kind of excited when the Steelers <laughs> traded him. She was kind of heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, dude, we just got the first pick in the second round. That's not that bad. You know, traded him away for a higher pick than we used to draft him. You know, I mean, yeah. it's it's a good trade. But yeah, but she was upset because she. Has I was I was trying to find out. I mean, it's the color rush. It looks really I've good. Just, I, I've, I've actually seen, I've just seen the um the pick for the bears, and I'm not going to spoil it because I want you guys to see. But I can guarantee you, it was not who I thought it was. <laughs> Is I'm it? Have we said that? That makes me think it's probably not anybody guys, that we said either. They got excited. Will Levis was well, still I'm, on the board, and they traded Justin Fields. <laughs> no, Brad, Brad tell me this. Have, have um, we mentioned have we mentioned their name today or recently? No. No. I can tell Ooh. I'm getting old when I'm Yes, right. we're getting a Cole Strange moment like, this year. I'm like, hey, they got a hot young mom. You know? I'm like, oh wait, no, I'm just old. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's 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 not a guy that we've that we he was a um Many projected to be this guy. It's not a Cole Strange moment. It's not a guy that was, you know, a third ranked, third round sort of ranked guy going in in this pick. It is okay. an offensive lineman that a lot of people did have going round yeah. one. Yeah, so it's like a project. I was going to say project Jones. Yeah, it's type. just surprising. Darnell right? Oh man, if it's Osiris Torrance, I'm going project Jones. Well. Uh, I was. I, I didn't mean to actually say I offensive line, and I was going to try and just leave it as. <laughs> no, because I was trying to find something on um, something on Twitter about um, I I got a message from a friend while I was just um sitting here saying, "Oh my God, have you seen that trade?" So I've gone to quickly scroll to see who what this trade was all about, but he was still talking. He's um. Uh, He's put everything about half an hour, 45 minutes behind, so he's only just seeing the Texans trade up to to three. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all news, buddy. He's talking about trying to stay at least five to ten minutes behind their Twitter timeline all night, you know, so they don't get spoiled. But... Mm. Oh, rats. I'm also watching Stanley Cup hockey over here in the Tampa Bay just took a three to one lead over the Toronto Maple Leafs in the third here. I'm supporting the Toronto Maple Leafs on behalf of my friend Toronto Dave. You guys might know him from Twitter. Oh uh, yeah. Are <laughs> you I was gonna shirt. say Oh, okay, that, that's what it is. I used to live in Toronto for a few years, so I thought you okay. might have might be uh, your homeland. No, I've never even been there, but he sent me oh. this shirt. <laughs> And I'm really a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. They didn't make the playoffs, so it's just like, all right, Fair. I'm go. I'm all Leafs now. Let's just go, go Leafs. You know? Oh well, you know, you won't be too engaged with oh, the playoffs for much longer. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, they're Donna. 103 to one in the series. They, I was hoping they would wrap it up this week. Okay, Darnell, Darnell right. right. Darnell right. I well, had, him, had him, him going mid first. I had him yeah, I definitely a, had him as a first round selection, but it does. I had him going at fifteen to the Jets. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was. I was. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking middle to late first round at best was sort of what I was thinking. I thought, like you were saying, like a Broderick yeah. Jones might have gone before him. Skronsky, I was expecting to go. The fact that it's Darnell Wright is more of the shocking part of it. That I was expecting him to be a first round pick. I was expecting him at ten. Yeah. Yeah. Well, same. I think yeah. Paris Johnson Jr. going off the board seems like Darnell Wright was the second player on the Bears' board. He must have been. I don't know if you guys appreciate the uh, geographical aspect of it, you know, being from Australia, but Northwestern is really close to Chicago. So, mm. draft Peter Skoronsky would have been think, like taking the, the local guy, you know. So, I think, I think at the end of the day, if you, if you actually look at their offer, like through this with a few people, it actually is the most uh, sense, I should say, because they've got a, a left tackle who um, is it's is it Braxton Jones? As his name's just escaping me at the moment. Um, he was a fifth round pick last year. He played really well. Uh, you've got Tevin Jenkins, who's a left, who they're moving to left guard. You've got Cody Whitehair, who they might be playing at centre, and then they signed Nate Davis as a right guard this offseason. So the real hole that they had was right tackle, and that's and Darnell Wright was is a right tackle. Yeah. The other guys are left tackle too. You know, it it just made the most sense to go when you think of it like that. Um, it actually made the most sense to to go with Darnell Wright when you look at what they were actually needing on their offensive line. And I like Darnell are, Wright. Uh, I'm sorry, who did you say they were moving to guard uh, the tackle from Oklahoma State? Pickens? Uh, yeah, Pickens. So apparently the, the story is, so it was Braxton Jones. Was Yeah, apparently they're moving him to left guard. Um, huh. Story good. that I was reading and what I heard on The Athletic and everything, I think, is the last year. They're looking moving Tevin Jenkins to left guard. Lucas Patrick or Cody Whitehair will play centre. Nate Davis is their right guard. And then they have a whole um, right tackle by doing that. Because at the moment on their roster, just looking at their depth chart now, if you move Tevin Jenkins over to guard, their right tackles were Larry Borum or Alex Leatherwood. Alex Leatherwood. So, <laughs> yeah. was overdrafted when he was So, there. it's... <laughs> So it, it makes sense, makes sense to go after the right tackle there and try and, and, and fill that hole. That as they, a Packers fan, they had. I like Darnell right, but as a Packers fan, that's probably as good as I could hope for for the Bears to pick there. There you go. I like I like your positivity right now. It's mm. very good, very good. Yeah, I had Not Darnell right scares me as a Packers fan, but it's a solid pick for the Bears. So yeah, Adam seventeen to the Steelers. Yeah, Darnell right. Yeah, that would have been all right. I wouldn't have minded that much. Yeah, I, so now I, mean, I had the same as you, John. I was expecting. I don't want to get ahead yeah. of myself here, but now I'm starting to think: what if Peter actually had... he's around at pick seventeen? Like, yeah, that might be fun. If you know? if he gets past this pick for the Titans, I think the next pick to get past for him will be the Jets. 
I really feel think, like what the Steelers do is a total mystery to me right now. Like I said, I'm I'm in for the Homer pick. I kind of want them to go Joey Porter Jr. Mm. But I'd love Skaronsky. I'd love I've heard people talk about Nolan Smith and I've been kind of warming up to that idea too. So I don't know. There's a few there's a few options that that excite me here. I don't have a I don't have that strong of a favorite this year, you know. Uh, I kind of famously did a tweet about that I didn't think they were going to draft Najee Harris when they did. And uh, so I made a little charity donation because I was wrong. (laughs) But, but yeah, I wanted to – actually, Tevin Jenkins, one of the guys we mentioned here, was one of the guys that I thought they might take at that pick. But I wanted them to take Creed Humphrey, even though he wasn't expected to be a first-round pick. I saw a lot in that guy now, and I feel like he's already one of the best centers in the NFL. You know, I feel Jeez, like it's crazy how everyone choice. missed on him, eh? He's yeah, turned he, into a stud straight away. Yeah. He's very good. Yeah, he's very good. All right, Titans pick is in. So I'm just looking. It's been saying that forever. Pick pick is in. Pick I'm is just in. Curious They're not telling us is. who the pick is. Will Levis? Anyone? anyone? I wouldn't be surprised at all. But. They're showing him on the television. Well, I can see right it. Now, so. What are their you other needs? Yeah. Quarterback, because they're not going to have Tannehill much longer. Yeah. What are their other needs? Their their needs are, yeah. are a lot of places. A plenty, right now, plenty. So. Yeah, they, they need, need to, to, plenty. to field a team. <laughs> yeah, the, the needs are but everywhere. Yeah, they, they it's one of those ones. And I mean, it sounds like they're already out on their own or their own quarterback draft pick from last year in Willis. So, so here's the is thing, a... right? Everyone's saying that they've lost faith in Malik Willis. He was a third-round pick. Yeah, it's He was like, a third-round pick, but... It's not I like mean, not playing him is a massive deal-breaker for the deal breaker for them. Yeah, but, I it's think a, if, but it feels like a waste of a third-round pick now. You know what I if mean? If the Titans don't take Levis here, the tank for Caleb Williams is on. It's, like, officially on. Wow. <laughs> I think you're, so not ready to get, my... you're not ready to get on board that Drake May is better than Caleb Williams train yet. Oh dear. Oh, <laughs> I, I could come around, but probably so, not. <laughs> to me, I, my I've done I've done two two mock drafts this week, and I had two different picks for the Titans at eleven. And my first pick, my my final one, I thought it, I thought it was going to fall to eleven, but yeah. I actually think it's going to be my first one. I actually had um. Skaronsky going here. Oh, really? Cool. That's I, why uh, I think so. Because yeah, really they, solid pick, I think. But, and I had Anthony like I said, Lou, um, cutting Taylor Lewan. <coughs> yeah, so excuse me, so die, but first mock, I had Skaronsky here after, um, excuse me, Taylor Lewan left in the offseason. That well, I got that one as well in my mock draft. Yeah. The tank yeah, is on. The first five-star recruit well, in Western it, it, football history. That surprises me. It makes sense. He dressed because... as his grandfather for Halloween as a child. That's like the most useless co- costume ever. Like only your family's going to think that's funny. <laughs> your grandpa. So then the Titans have looked. Like, what are you? <laughs> the, the, the Titans have looked around the division, right? And they've gone, okay, we're competing against Trevor Lawrence, CJ Stroud, 
and um, Anthony Richardson. And they've obviously said, okay, we can't win with Will Levis. I think, do you think they're looking to next year? Must be. Well, did you, yes. I just saw another step Because there. I'm just looking now. What I was looking up is... Um, sorry, just to look up. So this is the last year of... Packers legend. He was on Lombar on five of Lombardi's oh, championship teams. Packers legend Bob Skaronsky. Mm. He's just there a football player. Beer will be happy. Um, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill's out of contract at the end. It's hilarious. So I, I think this is this part of it is it's it's Skaronsky because Tannehill is out of contract at the end of this year. Oh, I just saw the Lions pick contract play out, and then you're cheating. Lions will yeah. pick Dalton Kincaid. I was on Twitter. I will not spoil it. No way. Don't look. No way they picked off in Kincaid. Oh my god! Sorry, I just saw it too because I was looking up his um, Tannehill's contract. I've just seen the pick. Are you kidding me? It doesn't. That doesn't. That it doesn't make any sense. Ever occurred to me? Oh my no. god! You guys, not you're killing me. Oh I need to log off. It just does not make sense <laughs> for what they. Oh, they've so, ruined they've ruined my fantasy draft. Before we completely get off Skaronsky here, you guys, what are your thoughts about the idea that he's got super short arms and they're going to move him to guard? I need water. <laughs> perfect, perfect. I think the thing with his arms, though, right? I think uh, you can get I, I away don't... with shorter arms if you've got a good technique, and his technique is very good, even on the outside of tackle. Okay. So I, I think they'll play him at tackle to start, and if it doesn't work out the way they want, then I think they'll move him they inside. Him inside. Yeah. Okay, here goes the Lions. Here you go. You're oh, my God, him. I just heard it. Oh, my you're God, you're right. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what the hell? Didn't they just what sign David it? Montgomery? They just signed David Montgomery. Yep. Don't they have DeAndre Swift? What are we doing? What are we doing here? Mate, oh, here you go. Is, is DeAndre Swift on his way out then? Is well, DeAndre yeah, Swift on sudden, his way out? Everything has opened up I for the Packers now. Big kick in the ass on the way out. But, but I'm sorry. On, I got Where in the year? Where in the year of our Lord of 2023? And there has been no wide receivers in the top 12, but two running backs. Two running backs in the top 12 in, in 2023, right? and no yeah. wide receivers. There should have been none, and there was one. I mean, it's no, no disrespect to. To uh, Bijan, he's a generational talent. We all kind of knew he was going to go this year, but you never draft a running back in the first round. That's why I was so mad when the Steelers did it with Najee Harris. It's not yeah. because it wasn't anti-Najee Harris. It's just like you don't do that in the first round. You know, even if the Lions had taken him in the second round, you'd be like, okay, that's stupid, but okay, fine, I'll deal with it. At what are we at? Twelve at twelve. I've not heard a word you guys have said. I'm just thinking what the Packers are going to do now. <laughs> They've got Jackson Smith and Jigba there. They've got Dalton Kincaid if they want a tight end. They've got Miles Murphy. Trade back. Just to really annoy I you, watch them take Osiris Torrance. I want them to take Dalton Kincaid. What do you think about that? I want them to take him, but not here. Trade back in the first and pick him. 
I think they're in a perfect spot here to trade back and get more picks. If they don't pick Jackson Smith and Jigba here, I think they trade back. Wow. I don't know what to say. Um, Holy crap. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, I had, I had Kincaid Two people have followed me. And one of oh, well, one of them's you, but wow, I had I had Kincaid in my final mock going here. I had him going to the the Packers because I didn't. I can see, see them picking him because he's not a world where Jameer Gibbs was going to be in top twelve. You can move Kincaid out wide. You can move him in the slot. You can play him all over the field. So I can see them picking him as an offensive weapon there. Even though being a tight end at pick 13, I don't like, I can see them picking him as an offensive weapon. You know what else pisses me off about Detroit? Sorry, I'm still not over it. When they <laughs> took when they took DeAndre Swift, didn't didn't they have like Carry on Johnson on their team? And um Yes. Yes. There was one other player that they had to at least pair I with them. And it was, in Dynasty then. It was man, like a it was such a luxury pick back then, and they've just done it again. I hate the Lions. Sorry. Okay, Packers. Let's talk Packers. What were we let's saying? Talk well, Packers. Um, no, hang on a second. Before we, yeah, let's wait a sec. Let's. I'm still. I'm still not over the Lions. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't think I will be all weekend. Is is DeAndre Swift this century's ver well not the century, this generation's version of Kerry on Johnson? I mean a little bit. Like I yeah, mean he's, is he just Is he just gonna be out of the league in a year? No, just DeAndre Swift is good. Just on wow. somebody else's team. Is he? DeAndre Swift's about to go to the Chargers soon. Oh, I like that. Eckler on his way out. You're bringing me back. Very good uh landing spot. You're bringing me back from the grave, Dan. Watch him, watch him end up on the Patriots. I know. I'm, right, I'm into that, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Patriots are trade for him. <laughs> I'm so confused about what we're going to do here because we're in best-case scenario from what, I'm what I feel for us. Every player I think would be picked here is on the board for us. So they're going to pick nobody that won. <laughs> Osiris Torrance. No, I'm kidding. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I'll break my Don't laptop. Smirch Osiris Torrance. That guy's, that guy's good. He's good. Oh, my God. Beard, I've just seen who it is. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, I, I, I've also just seen who it is. <laughs> I, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Don't say nothing. It's not that laughable. I didn't. I shouldn't have laughed. It's, it's I, I think it is. It's fine. Oh, really? That's exactly <laughs> oh, it's Lucas the last Ness, words you ever want right. someone to say about your draft pick. It's it's fine. It's fine. I'll say it's this. Lucas I, Van Ness, isn't it? I won't say anything. I was going to say something. I won't say it. Let's just say we're not going to say it. actually makes a ton of sense. Oh. I just think there's oh, so God. many better players left on the board that they've picked. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this, uh, you're actually listening and not watching. If you suddenly hear smashing glass, it's just um, Dan's computer. <laughs> or him throwing his chair out the window. Um, I mean, just to, just to finish on these running backs, at least, yeah, at least neither of them landed in New England. So I guess that is a slight (laughs) silver lining. Yeah. Okay. Way to bring it back to happy talk. (laughs) I need to jump off Twitter. It's it's ruining my son. See, I'm avoiding Twitter for this reason, but I'm seeing it now. Oh man, look at that guy's face. It was Lucas Van Ness. That guy didn't like it. So, the Packers with all the players the on the board, <laughs> I can understand them picking Lucas Van Ness if Miles Murphy was gone. If some other players were gone, I could understand it. I picked him, you know, Brad, I've had them picking him for a bit. But with the players that are on the board, I just I don't agree with it. They could have traded back and got him. Dan, I like yeah. you're going through exactly I mean, the same emotions I went through when the Seahawks took Devon with a spoon. <laughs> but why not move back and get him? Why pick him here when there's so many other players on the board that are gonna go before Lucas Van Ness? Oh, God. I See, and, and I'm feeling differently than either of you guys because I'm a Steelers fan. We're still coming up. And there's, like, Christian Gonzalez still out there. Broderick Jones is still out here. Nolan Smith is still out here. One I had of my mocks. personal favorites, because I'm also a fan of the University of Pittsburgh, Kalijah Kansi is still out here. I don't think they're going to take him, but I love that guy. So if they did, that would be incredible. I mocked Venice to the Jags at 24. Oh, wow. Okay, so you feel like he was incredibly overdrafted. I do. A little bit. I think I think it's exactly what Dan's saying. Like, obviously the Packers have a lot of needs. Um, I really thought they were going receiver, but, you know, they are true to their, to their nature. I really <laughs> half expected them to go Dalton Kincaid. I'm not going to lie about it you know they just got rid of Tunyon who, who do they got at tight end right now and Dalton Kincaid's like a Dalton Kincaid's I, like a I, real yeah. different thing I'm uh, breaking news Dave Steelers Dave breaking news Steelers have trade up to pick 14 with the Patriots Ooh. they're moving up oh boy oh boy yep. all right all right well this isn't this makes it way so, more interesting Steelers later. Steelers are now on the clock yeah, look, they want to jump in front of the Jets at 15. They've probably got, both got tackles on their mind. Well, who are we? Yeah. Are we getting Broderick Jones? Yeah, I think they want Broderick Jones. I honestly wouldn't mind them picking Christian Gonzalez here either. I, I feel like this is a win-win. I mean, it depends on what we give up as a compensation in the trade. But, yeah, moving up here, it, it does say on my TV screen that the Steelers are on the clock. I haven't seen the compensation for the trade, but we and the freaking Jonas brothers are on my TV too. I'm a sucker for them. 
That was my Jonas Brothers. <laughs> so you guys are supposed to. Apparently, Steelers have traded picks 17, 17 and 1 to the Patriots for pick 14. 17 and what? So, 120. So, 17 and 1 okay, to so 0. Fourth round. To right? the. Um, Yeah, back it okay. back into the fourth start of the fifth round there. I don't hate I don't hate it, but I mean I guess there's a big. Let's see the answer to the question here. Who are who are we getting? But actually, I'm not going to be disappointed. It's Broderick Jones. It's uh, Christian Gonzalez. You know, in the craziest, actually the most disappointing. Pick would be if they go for Will Levis and just give up on Kenny Pickett now. But uh, Nolan Smith is out there. I mean, there's a bunch of guys that I really like that I'd really like to see the Steelers take. Let's let's let it not be the quarterback because I'm a huge Kenny. Oh, uh, it's guy, so I don't want, I don't want that. <laughs> pick is in. It says the pick is in. It's 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 got to be. It's got to be Broderick Jones. Like, that's it's yeah. it's got to be, doesn't yeah, it? Getting my reaction ready anyway. So, I don't know. I can't really hear what the Jonas brothers think of it, but they're talking to fucking Joe anyway. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. My knowledge of Jonas brothers is less than. Zero. Uh, you talk to Kevin. You talk to Kevin. That's the answer. Don't talk to Joe Jonas. He's the old one. <laughs> I have nothing to say. <laughs> nothing to contribute. They're the new Beatles. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> no, that was one time. That was a one-time statement about them. I, I sort. Yeah, I started yeah, enjoying them ironically, and now I kind of enjoy them unironically so i don't know it, it backfired on me I don't know. <laughs> here, it is. here comes the Cadell with the Steelers pick ah there it is broderick jones we got an offensive tackle good pick there yeah, I see. It, terrible television. It's smart, just for you guys. It's a great pick. It, it's really, it's like really it. God, a good. It's good. <laughs> jump up in front of the it's fucking great. Uh, this is my. Uh, this is a so okay. Just going back to the Packers pick for a minute. This is my. I've said that I'm picking edge the whole way along. So picking edge isn't a surprise to me from the Packers. Hmm. I know they loved Lucas Van Ness, so that's not a surprise to me either. The fact that Miles Murphy was still on the board ahead of him, I had him picking him over Van Ness. They could have traded back to get Van Ness is my biggest concern with the pick. Oh, yeah, I forgot my wife's But name. now I, I knew, you know this, Brad, I knew they weren't picking offense with the first round pick. They've got two picks in the second where they'll be able to go wide receiver, tight end if they want. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> like I thought, not the player I thought with who was left on the board, but 
So, Dan, after the Seahawks took Devon Witherspoon, I also jumped on our lads and looked at the depth chart. And, you know, actually, I think I said this all. <laughs> you're, you're up to the next <laughs> the next stage in your uh, emotional coming to journey of this. It's good. Well, I, I, I'm had, enjoying yeah, I had Miles now. Murphy in every one of my mock drafts. I wanted Miles Murphy. Would have been good. So been I was good. always going to be an edge defender. Like I said at the start, they needed edge. Rashawn Gary won't be fit. 100% for the start of the season. They were bottom five in pass rushing last year. That's true. So Edge That's was true. always going to be the pick from what I felt. And it was out of Van Ness or Murphy for me, and I wanted Murphy. So I just hope that they can develop his pass rush moves now mm. because that's the biggest concern with him. He's got yeah, the that's... power. He's got the speed. He's got the agility. He's got the ability. He just wasn't used at Iowa the way he should have been used a lot. But he needs to develop past. Well, no, it's not. I don't think. I think his that that's his to make his problem is he's no. He's got one move and there's no counter moves. Yeah, and we've seen edge defenders develop that. In the NFL. So that's my hope for him. Because I do like him. I see the potential there. Wow. Not what I expected. I just think we could have done a lot more and moved back and picked him as well. Um, not to interrupt, but to John's earlier point, um, yeah, Toronto lost in hockey. Brutal. They're still ahead three games to two in the series, though. So they have two more chances to win it before they lose it. Okay. <laughs> they lead, yeah, three two. And look, I, aren't T- Tampa Bay a good team? Yeah, Tampa Bay is a good team. Pretty good. They've won uh, the Stanley Cup within a couple of years. Two years. I don't ago. know enough about hockey. I know Raptors um, and NBA. They're not um, as good anymore as they used to be. They won the championship three years ago, but they're not not quite as good as they used to be. Yeah, of course, four, four I am by far, uh, I am far from being an NBA knowledgeable person. So what offensive linemen are left here? Who I like? None of, the, none of the top guys are left, are they, really? Well, so I mean... Dunno Wright's gone. Project not Jones? The, not on the outside, but there's, you know, like Osiris Torrance is still out here, and he's a, a really good guard. I think he's getting disrespected with his Uh, assessments so far. I I really wouldn't be surprised to see him go tonight. I've got Uh, Osiris Torrance going 30 to the Eagles. The Jets will do what the Packers haven't done and picked a wide receiver here. I hope so. I hope so. The Packers never picked a wide receiver for or an offensive player at all in the first round for Aaron Rodgers. In fact, since Aaron Rodgers was drafted in Green Bay, the, the next offensive skill player they picked was Jordan Love. Like They just never... They don't do it, no. They trust their star. ability yeah. to pick him in the mid-rounds. I still haven't picked. Yeah, they still have 244 from what I'm seeing over here. Mm. But 
you know, it always makes me think anytime I see the clock ticking down in the first round that they're on the phone with somebody about a move, you know. And that's why they haven't made their pick yet. I don't know. It's probably in my head most of the time. Yeah, Jets here I had taking Project Jones. Yeah, I would have I would have expected them too. But Steelers then just done what they did. Hmm. Still, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to find if there's any updates, if there's been a trade or not, because, like you said, this is going for quite a while, and yeah, they're waiting for someone to come too in. Too much of a reach to try and grab like an Anton Harrison. Yeah. Just feels like too much of a reach for one of the other tackles or Osiris Torrance, if that's what they're after at this point. Right. Doesn't look like anyone's keen to trade up for Will Levis at this stage. I know this is going to surprise Will Levis. Right? Will Levis. Oh, sliding, sliding. no, I reckon. Um, Where do you think? What about That's- yeah? What about Washington at sixteen with the next pick? And just saying, they seem, on, they seem on Sam. But Howell. you pick with Will Levis when you've got Sam Howell there. You might as well just stick with Sam Howell. I'm going to Sam Howell, Will Levis, Jacoby Brissett. Monkey wrench in here, you guys. What about three-way Patriots? What about the Patriots with the very next pick? Patriots could oh, be. Could you imagine? So long, Mac Jones. Hello, Will Levis. All right, Jets have made their pick. Oh man, you're still ahead of me. I don't know how you guys are pulling this up. Oh okay, no, I'm just. I see it now. I'm going off um, all the clapping and cheering that they're doing in the front office. <laughs> uh, and someone's on the phone. Uh, yeah, I'm just watching Robert Griffin the third in his loud suit here, talking with his hands a lot. He does. Oh, there like, there's a lot of. There's a lot of. There's a lot of hand talking when Robert Griffin III is talking. And those hands are humongous, right? Don't give him Kenny Pickett hand syndrome. He's got big-ass hands. <laughs> All right, you're in for a treat here, Just, fellas. Just thinking, would this be would this be hilarious if the Packers uh, – not the Packers, the Jets select Will Levis as their quarterback? <laughs> We have a special guest. They they do need a backup. Someone just messaged me that in a group chat, obviously because I'm a Packers fan and they're paying out on me, but they said Will Levis to take over from Aaron Rodgers in two years. (laughs) This is my daughter Rowan of the Sneaky Girls. She's been on more podcasts than I have. So uh, <laughs> she's a seasoned professional, and she's the one that loves Bijan Robinson. So if you guys want to ask her any questions about how she feels about Bijan going to Atlanta, she might be ready to answer. I'd love to know what your thoughts are on Bijan going to the Falcons. Going to the Falcons, who really needed a running back. What do you think? Mm. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> <laughs> nice one. <laughs> He'll fit in. He'll fit in nicely there. He'll be their, you know, their primary running back from day one. So, does that make you happy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna make me buy you a Bijan Robinson jersey now? Yes. 
Oh, and that sounds good. What? I need to buy you a new Mapletron one. Oh, I need to buy you a new Mapletron one for the Bears, too. Yeah. <laughs> See, I told you she was upset when he got traded for the <laughs> But yeah, Bijan Robinson, Atlanta. Does anybody wear number five in Atlanta? That's what Drake London was wearing, wasn't it? Mm. Am I wrong with my jersey numbers? Uh, I only buy jerseys uh, of players on my fantasy team. I only buy jerseys of players on my NFL team. Uh, but I can appreciate anybody doing it. Oh, cool. There's some Make-A-Wish kid that's going to make the Jets pick here. Yeah, Drake Drake London wears five, so maybe who knows what Bijan will wear. He either has to pick a new number or pay Drake London some sort of uh, vacation or whatever. All right. Here so who do we kid. think the Jets go here? Kyle. I don't know, but a Make-A-Wish kid named Kyle is telling us right now. <laughs> he's pretty pumped. <laughs> he's got the little green tie in the pocket square. You see this guy? <laughs> Looks pretty good. Classy. He's psyched. Like he's it. jazzed to be there. <laughs> I love this kid's enthusiasm. <laughs> there you go. Will love McDonald. It. That's love a surprise. But, wow. All right. Linebacker. Pick the Jets Maine. are just making Aaron Rodgers feel at home. Look at that kid. Look at that kid. Pretty excited. I am <laughs> shocked about that. I had Will McDonald going 26 to the Cowboys. I had him at 30 to the Eagles. I but that was when Jalen Carter wasn't going there. Wow. <laughs> Brad, you didn't have him in the first? No. Didn't no, you mock I him to the Packers in the second at some point? Uh, that is a good question. I think I did. <laughs> Let me just see. I'm trying full seven-round mock drama. I'm not sure I can remember where I put him. Now, I expected Will McDonald to go more like pick 28. Yeah, back end of the first, I've thought. Or no, it be. wasn't 20. It was 29 to the Saints is where I had him marked. But I don't yeah, think I, I, had, take, I, had I don't Will think McDonald I take my going at 43 to the Packers. I just sort of make guesses. You had him 43? Yeah, it seems too far back. Yep, didn't really think he was. Didn't really think he was going to be a first round pick. To be honest, it's just to me. There's just so many other linebackers or edge rushers who, it, to me, when I was watching them, jumped off the screen a little bit more and were a bit more. There's guys definitely that I a few that I would have taken before him. Yeah, yeah that's mm. that's a surprise. Wow, especially they've just picked up Aaron Rodgers. 
<laughs> they've done something that the Packers have done basically his whole <laughs> career. But he does jump over cars. He does. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> My friend just messaged. Was, was that Zach Wilson who just announced the Jets pick? Who is his older brother? <laughs> so, in in my mock draft, I had I had Christian Gonzalez going at sixteen to the Commanders. I think they pick cornerback. I think that's I, I'm thinking they go that way. To who? I had I had the Commanders going. Uh, yeah. Taking Christian Gonzalez at sixteen, yeah, so I think the Commanders will. Oh, I think great he, pick. if it's not him, I'd be surprised if it's um. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Emmanuel Forbes. If like I really like Emmanuel Forbes' tape. I know he's um very slight, and you know might cause a bit of concern. But I I, I could see him or Christian Gonzalez going here at sixteen. I think you yeah. put Gonzalez over Forbes. I had Miles Murphy here, and my reasoning was the recent not picking up the fifth-year option for Chase Young talk that's been happening around the Commanders. A little bit of speculation. He's got past the damn Packers. Yeah. And does this mean that the Patriots with the pick after are going to ruin Jackson Smith and Jigba's career? Yes. Because that's what's happening? Great, thanks. This is a disaster. <laughs> see, it could be. Um, I could. I could also see Gonzalez or Forbes, whoever doesn't get picked here. I could see one of them going next pick to the Patriots. Mm. So the Patriots, you, make you guys corners. are all in on cornerback, though, right here. I think so. Yeah, I, I am. I am. Now I'm still thinking an edge. Yeah. Okay. I still like Miles Murphy. I mean, he'd be a good pick. He'd definitely be a good pick right now. Um, I think because there's going to be a bit of turnover I feel for like their Christian edge rushers. being picked is way overdue. So for me, it feels funny to see him still out on the on the board. Same thing with Will Levis. Although you know, I mean, overdue. I don't know if I'd use that word, but I'm surprised he's still out there. Like how? Mm. I thought we were going to get all four quarterbacks going early. Early, early. So, I'm calling it now. Levis to the Buccaneers. That's my at opinion. 19. Mm. See, that was what people were saying to about mm. Stroud. Like I said, I saw a couple of mock drafts. I've been editing a lot of articles, and some of them have been mock drafts. And so, yeah, I've seen some mock drafts that had Stroud to the Buccaneers at 19, and I always thought that was like ridiculous you know but now we might see levis to the bucks 19. i find the bucks the hardest yeah. team to read of all this. oh that this john, 19 this pick 19 you, is so hard sorry john you or beard might just have to um run this for a minute i've yep. got the um i've got the road works that are happening just outside my house and there's someone who's knocking <laughs> on my door so i'm gonna say i'll be back, back in a moment no so john or beard one of you guys can take it while i'm telling them to leave me alone are you sure you're not just leaving because the commanders are on the clock and you want us to leave to leave us with this trash? 
he's leaving us with a bad pick. Yeah, I don't see them picking quarterback here. I think cornerback makes sense. I mean, they like Sam Howell. Yeah, they're making this choice. They're saying yeah, that right they've, now. They've right, said they like Howell to be the starter, so. Oh, Emmanuel Forbes. They did take Forbes. Oh, yeah. They went cornerback, but they didn't go with Christian Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez wow. is sliding, you guys. He's officially Interesting. Oh, I had Emmanuel Forbes going 29 to the Saints. Oh, I love I him, had him going tomorrow. I had him being oh, wow. tomorrow. That's just 166 wow. pounds. Is that right? What did he run? And he's fast. It was quick. He's, yeah, he was what it was. Like he he plays well above his size. When you watch him play, you don't think he's 166 pounds. But jeez, state. Yeah. Okay. Picking him over Gonzalez. A, do you think they were inspired by Tariq Willen? 4.36 40-yard dash. 4.36. Four, four, okay. This is such that's, an upside that, pick. That's real fast. Wow. That's real fast. You're real fast. <laughs> uh, Tariq ran... Oh, Tariq Willen won a, ran a 4.26. Well, yeah, I mean, Tariq Willen is extraordinarily fast. So this, we can, we can leave that as a bit of an outlier there, John. Fair enough. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean. So there was a lot of buzz fast, for him. He's like, fast yeah. and he has great ball skills. Those are two things yeah. I would say. Yeah. yeah. And the Patriots pick is already in. They didn't waste any time. I think oh, yeah. this is Jackson Smith yeah. and then Jigba. Oh, I think they pick him really, as well. Oh my gosh. I guess it could be. So I missed that. So it was a corner? Emmanuel, Emmanuel Forbes. Forbes. Emmanuel Forbes. The commanders? Off to the, the commanders, board. yeah. See, see this I to me fast. is Christian Gonzalez then. If a Forbes has gone there. Oh, if Forbes is gone, then this is Gonzalez. This was a fast pick. Hmm. It is Christian Gonzalez to the Patriots. Uh, oh wow! Okay, it does my heart poorly because I'm a I'm kind of an Oregon fan. My wife went to the University of Oregon, and I don't like the Patriots. So I didn't want. To <laughs> Who does? Uh, so that's great news for Jackson Smith and Jigba. His career is not over <laughs> <laughs> before it's even begun. Oh, so that means that uh, Seahawks. There's I've seen a heap of mocks yeah. of Jackson Smith and Jigba to the Seahawks at twenty. Or the Lions here at eighteen. Could so I had play. the Seahawks picking mm. Jordan Addison in my mock at twenty, or in one of my mocks that I did. Yeah, because that'd be interesting. Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I don't know if they are trying to replace Tyler Lockett though. I think they Not want to replace him, but he's, gonna, oh, he's coming towards the end now. Yeah, I well, think, he... think Lockett's got a lot of longevity to him. How old is, I know he? is he? Twenty nine. He's, he's been in the career in the league for a while now. Uh, let me bring him up. This, 
I don't know if you guys are watching the television. How right lucky it is. 30. But wow, this he's is 30. my favorite he's thing about Mr. Gonzalez so far is that he loves to be in the kitchen to cook food. That's, that's my happy place. I love being in the kitchen. <laughs> so I feel I feel a, you know commonality with him on that. <laughs> So, so would Detroit so be trying to trade out of this? Lions with about six minutes left. Yeah. Are they waiting See, for I'm not sure if, like, maybe. Like, uh, does does Jackson Smith and Jigba, does he fit with what they do? I sort of becomes, uh, he's sort of a bit, I don't want to say redundant, but it feels like him and Armand Ra sort of play the same, you know, they have yeah. the same sort of role. Oh, so, right. This is well, sort of first tight end territory, isn't it? Tight end one. The Lions. Yeah, to me that's what I'm sort of thinking. Maybe Kincaid or Michael Mayer. Yeah, Kincaid Dude, or Michael Mayer. If they take Dalton Kincaid right now, that could be. I had the Lions. Yeah, I was, that's what I was... <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I had. What do you guys? I had think? Mayer. What do you guys think this? about Will Levis? <laughs> the Lions. I, I love mean, it. Jared Goff's old. To back up Jared it. Goff. Bob Send the pick in line this year and maybe now. be the starter. They'll be looking for a quarterback in two years' time again. Oh, <laughs> check out the eyes on that. Jared Goff, twenty-eight. Manning. <laughs> no, that's in and hooker. <laughs> I think they can set themselves up long term with Jared Goff <laughs> and build the team around him. I think so as well. I think they like Goff. Yeah, I don't think they need to force quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I was just throwing it out there as a thought. Yeah, I don't really think that's where they're going. So Jared, Jared Goff is coming into his eighth year in the league, so he's twenty eight. Wow. Will Levis is yeah, 23, I mean, 24. Like I, I just, I just stick with Goff to be honest. And then if they, if they really stink that's, it up this year, if they really stink it up the year, try and use some draft capital to move around and mm. go quarterback in next and year's draft. Goff had a good year. But yeah, it wasn't like he, year, he had really. a good year. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not shutting the door on Jared Goff. I'm just, I wanted a little thought exercise here. What if they do something crazy? So I think it's tight end. They already did something crazy. They took Jameer Gibbs. You know, <laughs> what if uh, they? Yeah, did so Brad, to your, to your point about JSN being redundant with Amonra there. They took Gibbs with Swift and Montgomery there. Yep. Right. But I, yeah. But I don't care who's doesn't there. Doesn't seem to be a turnoff for them. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Jameer Gibbs though is is a different type of running back, back to me than what the other two are. Like to me, mm. it seems like DeAndre Swift is your third down back who. You know, you can give him some plays, some run plays here and there, but he's sort of like your third down, catch the ball sort of guy. Montgomery sort of seems to be your first and second down type of running back. And to me, Jameer Gibbs seems like the the all three downs sort of guy. He's a guy who could stay out on the field every play, in my mind, and then spell him every once in a while with those other two guys. So I you feel like really Gibbs is a three down like, back? I think he's... I do, yes. Yeah, interesting. I do too. I do too. But I feel I, like my, all of my yeah. all of my David Montgomery dynasty shares just 
lost their mind at that pick. Yeah. Like, oh no! Because <laughs> <You know? laughs> I sort of feel I like Jameer Gibbs, <laughs> you know? Gibbs was sort of somewhere between like Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Swift. Not not saying he is Dalvin Cook, and not saying he's DeAndre Swift, but like somewhere in the middle there. So I kind of just feel like they've replaced DeAndre Swift with DeAndre Swift. Sort of or a less same. injured DeAndre Swift. A less injured. Yeah, and I think that that's why they made the pick. Is it's the injuries. They need the consistency. And oh, the other thing too, thinking of it, is um, DeAndre Swift's coming off contract at the end of this season. Like he was is a that second right? round pick. There's no fifth year yeah. option. Yeah. He was second round pick in the wow, 2020 draft. Quickly. So maybe, maybe instead of sitting there going, oh, let's give him another like, you know, give him another contract. They've just decided, you know what, let's just pick a guy now that we have under a more cost-controlled sort of contract. We've got mm. the fifth-year option now on him. See what Swift does this year and then go from there. Yeah. Uh, you guys, I, th- I think the chances of DeAndre Swift being traded during this draft went up uh, exponentially. Oh, that's a great yeah. point, Dave. We uh, still haven't had our blockbuster wide receiver trade. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I thought we were going to see uh, DeAndre Hopkins move. So. Uh, Brad, on your post Wait, yesterday I'm... on Twitter, when you were asking what's going to like, what are some like hot takes or hot rumors? I, I sort of had this hot take, and because I know with the Bucks, um, Chris Godwin, the franchise tagged him, but I'm not sure mm-hmm. what the situation is with Mike Evans. I'd wondered if he could be the blockbuster wide receiver trade round one trade. Um, let me get. I'll get a IT onto his contract details right now, and I'll come back. <laughs> yeah, um, a bit of an impromptu, but I had I had wondered. I had wondered. Fellas, I've got two great receivers and I have no quarterback engagement here shortly. So uh, it's been a blast talking draft with you guys. Yeah. And uh, thanks, Dave. You know, keep it up. I might be able to drop back in later, but uh, lovely to meet you, Dave. Gotta, for now, I got a bit to do. Thanks, no worries. Thanks for coming on, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good one, guys. Um, so do any of you, other of you sickos, are you going to be watching day three? We're going to be watching the 240, 50th pick with me or? Yeah, (laughs) I do. I've watched the whole thing. Yeah. hundred percent. I'll be listening Um, to the draft tomorrow while my son plays AFL. Oh, cool. Plays, he plays AFL? AFL 23 or? Your son's in the AFL? Huh? No, no, he plays AFL, just little low grade under the 14s. Oh, I thought you meant like the Australian. I thought, yeah, I was going to say, he's, wow, he's in the Australian Football League. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's not that good yet. All right, here oh, we go. Lions go Jack Campbell, linebacker. Oh, wow. I like him. I mean, they need help. I, I, I like very him as player. a second round, third round. Really. I like him, but yeah, as a I'd... second round pick, I don't like him as an 18 yeah. overall pick. I always thought he was going early second or squeeze into late first. Um, Gee, just before eh? we we go on with just before we go on with the Lions, John, back to what you were asking about um, Evans. Mike mm-hmm. Evans has a um, twenty three point six million dollar cap hit this season because they've restructured no his deal over the last few years. Yeah. No, so um, this is his last year under contract. 
So oh, I okay. wouldn't be surprised if they sort of went, you know what, it's we'll just wear the hit for this year. We're going to be terrible. Or see yeah. if maybe, you know, it could be one of those deals where, you know, if he gets traded, the Bucks might have to pick up some of his salary to facilitate a so. trade. Like let, let's say let's say the Bills who are picking at twenty seven decide that that's worth Mike Evans or a few years if they go sort of all in to like and then that way they got like Diggs Evans I'm just sort of saying this off the top of my head now or even the Cowboys mm. the Giants could use him this there's there's teams here the Vikings could use him yeah um, it would just depend on cap space really I, I guess the Bills don't really have too much cap space. Uh, neither does Dallas. The Giants might be able to make it work. But that's that's where, too, that's where you might, if that was the case, you could end up seeing a, hey, we'll give you higher draft compensation if you take mm-hmm. on most of the salary. So say if the, yeah. say if the Bills did decide to do that and they give them a second-round pick and say like a fifth, for instance, well, then yeah. that's on the prov- the provision that the Bucks take on most of the salary that pay him, yeah. so that it fits under their cap sort of thing. But if the yeah, if the to. Bills were somehow able to absorb it, then they might go, okay, here's a third round pick or a four. You know yeah. what I mean? Like maybe that's where it happens. Yeah, yeah. I I'd wondered it because I just I don't think the Bucks need both of them anymore. No. Well, the Will Lever slide is continuing. So this I is give, where I, I took. I gave the Bucks Collider Cancy here. Yeah, I gave him Brian Branch. Yeah. Jeez, this well, draft has been I, interesting so far. I'm Just surprised the Lions didn't go tight end. Yeah, I know. Tight ends yeah, are so falling. I. I had, and I, that's the other thing. I'm surprised that we haven't seen a tight end yet. Maybe teams are thinking because it's such a deep class that they just haven't gone for him in the first so far. Yeah. Or oh, what Which about what was something that could have been expected? So there's a few of them. Uh, I reckon. What about pick twenty to the Seahawks? Pick twenty one to the Chargers. Yeah. Nah, I think we're happy. We like Noah Fan. I think we. I think we like Kobe Parkinson as well, and we got Will Disley, who's like iconic. I'd be surprised. Mm. Could work, though. I'd be surprised, but this whole draft is surprising. The fact that the Detroit Lions are picking like it's 1989 by taking The Lions and Bears draft has been perfect for the Packers from as far as I'm (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, the Lions are just on their their own level. quite happy with the Lions and Bears so far. (laughs) Doing their own thing. Kalijah Cansey to the Buccaneers. Oh, nailed it. Love that. Joe, I've actually got a few that have picked here. Not too bad. I had Kalei Kansi going 27 to the Bills. Oh, here we go. The Donald comparison. I hate this cop. He is not Aaron Donald. He's short and he's mm. fast. He's got short arms and he's fast. But he's not Aaron Donald. No. We like, can't They weigh that. the same. <laughs> That's like, because I always get there and say... The thing that I've been saying about Kalijah Kansi, like I like him, but there's reasons to be worried about him because I'll, I'll list you off. This is every really good defensive tackle currently in the NFL that weighs 280 pounds that's not named Aaron Donald. Yeah. And that and that's why I'm worried about Kalijah Kansi as a defensive tackle. That's the There is no one. There is no one on this list 
that is too unfair. <laughs> oh, was that it? That was the list. <laughs> that was the list. Yeah, that's it. I'm like sitting here, like, that's yeah, it. okay, I'm ready. Hit me. Come on, tell me. Who is it? Let's go. <laughs> but two, two, eight, one with with like his arms are two two inches shorter than Aaron Donald, but Aaron Donald is maybe one of the best defensive players of all time. Like it's really an unfair comp to comp Kalija Kansi to Aaron Donald. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's unfair on Kansi, and it's unreasonable on Donald as well. It's like he Donald, Aaron Donald's one of one. I mean, and maybe maybe this works for the Buccaneers because they got Vitavea there. Like you know, he's yeah. just the the gap stuffer. Like he's going to just he's going to continue destroying um, other you know, the, the other defender, like the opposite, the offensive line and things like that. So maybe that's where Kansi can help because he's playing with a guy like that. But yeah, interesting. So I was just looking at um, something on Twitter for a, who's a Cowboys writer. He's saying, you know, there's only six picks until the Cowboys pick. And some of these guys, they never thought would make it to the Dallas Cowboys, but this is some of the guys still available. Jackson Smith and Jigba, Joey Porter Jr., Nolan Smith, Dalton Kincaid, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, Michael Mayer, Darnell Washington, Mazzy Smith, Jalen Hyatt, Quinton Johnston, Osiris Torrance, Steve Avia. Like, you know, there's some really good yeah. players. I love them all. Half of those players but... you're expecting in the second round, though. Uh, but but just like even the first sort of chunk of plays that you mentioned, they're like, yeah, Jalen Hyatt. Probably yeah. won't be it, but like, I mean, you still got safe flowers. We haven't seen a wide receiver yet. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's insane to me. Um, what about? I'm yeah. just thinking. So where are we at? Be, we're at pick twenty. So we're at the. Would this be a pick. spot for Levis? Would this be a spot for Levis? Uh, someone else. Just, I just in my my I fantasy league just said that group chat. We're and, laughing um, that Will, the NFL's cottoned on to Will Levis being shit. And then I've said, next minute Seahawks are on the pick and they'll take him here. Don't do that to me. Um, <laughs> someone else in my fantasy league also made that funny joke, Will Levis to the Seahawks here. Funny, funny, funny. Um, I'm just... No, I think I think this could, this could be the first wide receiver. If they don't pick JSN here, I'll be shocked. I've got, um, I mocked uh, Joey Porter Jr. here, but I just don't, obviously they're not going to go corner, corner. So, yeah, yeah, I guess it's got to be Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, With Lockett, like I said, Lockett's 30 now. He's getting to the downside of his career, as good as he's been. Yeah. I didn't realize that point now where you start to look ahead. The other, I'm still, I'm sorry, I'm still just completely dumbfounded by the Lions' draft so far. Trade from six to yeah. twelve, <laughs> take a running back, and then at eighteen come back and take an off-ball linebacker. Like, you know, this, they didn't this have is to move the players that they picked. They could no, have sat at not... pick eighteen and taken Gibbs, and they could have picked early in the second and taken Jack Campbell. They didn't it's have to weird. make any moves at all. Yeah, that's it. Like the this... thing about the Seahawks is we need a linebacker as well, but um, with the linebackers that have already been taken, there's just really nothing here at 20. Drew Sanders. At 20, though? Drew Sanders. 
so Sanders is right there with him. Well, because don't forget, we've also got Denver's um, second round pick as well, which will be what, 36, 37? Uh, good point. Yeah, yeah we're, in, we're in a nice position. Just pick JSN and be done here. That'd be awesome. I might have to buy a jersey if that happens. <laughs> that super bright green one? Um, I, I, I don't mind it. I don't <laughs> mind it. Um, there's a rumor that Seahawks are doing their throwback this year. So maybe I could get a sweet throwback. Oh, okay. Which one? The 80s or the Sean Alexander yeah. era one? Uh, the Royal Blue, the 80s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Is is Will Levis, Will Levis really is Bo Callahan from draft day, isn't he? <laughs> no um, one, no so one came um, to his birthday party. <laughs> I can't see I'm a so team taking him falling. from here on out either. Unless someone trades up for him, but I don't think anyone trades up for him. Chiefs, Eagles, Saints, Bengals, Bills, Cowboys, Giants, Jags, Vikings, Ravens, Chargers. Like none of these Vikings. teams need a quarterback. Vikings are going to no, take a quarterback if he picks go. Uh, if the Vikings, Vikings take if the Vikings take Will Levis as a Packers fan, I'm doing cartwheels. <laughs> the Bears, Lions, and Vikings if they take Packers Levis, have won the draft. The best draft possible. Yeah, <laughs> I could see. I could see out of the teams left, barring a trade, Minnesota. I could see. I wouldn't look. I don't think it would happen, but I could also see New Orleans. Yeah, we still haven't made our pick. We've got forty seconds. They're looking to trade back, I reckon. Yeah, they must be trying to trade it. What are the odds Hooker goes before Levis? <laughs> so this is what just happens a... if we time out. <laughs> well, then the um, that'd be Chargers very Seahawks. The oh, there you go. Very Seahawks <laughs> round one. Um, now we're in. Okay. According to ESPN Analytics, there was a ninety-two percent chance that Will Levis was going to be picked before the end, of, before um, the tenth pick. Ninety-two yeah. percent chance. He's still still sitting there at pick twenty at the moment. It's Malik Willis all over again. So yeah. not that they're going to be anywhere near the same type of players, but this is an Aaron Rodgers type fall. Rodgers was in the conversation for number one pick overall. Yeah, and he went twenty four. Okay. Levis was Levis was top five. Thought about top five. Not the people who know what they're talking about really think, thought that, but still. But, but <laughs> the thing is, like, was he actually top five considered, or was this just, you know, because there was there was real like it was you know McCarthy and all that have come out in years since and sort of were like, hey, for San Francisco it was literally Alex Smith or Aaron Rodgers. There was no ifs and or buts about who it could have been. Yeah. But no one's really like the people said, oh, you know, they like Levis, but no one's actually like, I don't know if anyone's really going to come out and put their, you know, their thought down and go, oh, it was exactly this or this. But, you know, it was either CJ Stroud or Will Levis. Like, I don't know if anyone's going to be doing that. No. You can see on the tape, like, you can talk about the offense that he ran all you want and the players that he had around him. But you can also look at the decision-making and go, he's 23 years old and he's making mistakes that an 18-year-old makes. 
on the field. Like, I just never see, saw him as a high draft pick. Well, here we go. Let's see. Who in the Seahawks pick now? Oh, and they're going to drag it out a bit longer with someone else announcing, or is Goodell still announcing? Uh, no, they're going to drag it out and probably say who these drag people are, local school, <laughs> high school captains, something like that. And then they'll come back and they'll say it'll probably be like you, as John's hoping for in anticipation right there, that it's JSN. <laughs> the more I talk about it, the more I'm in on it. I'm just trying to think who are we going to pair with? You know, Charles Cross, Boya Mafe, Ken Walker, and now Nikilo Witherspoon. Um, sorry, Devon Witherspoon, other Witherspoon. <laughs> um, you know, it's been it's been a good sort of two years that we're putting together now. Here we go. There you go. Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. There you go. That is an awesome pick for them. John is... For those pumped. not watching the stream, the fists are being pumped. <laughs> now, I'm intrigued yeah, too. That. There was talk. I was just seeing before the... That's um, amazing. Before the draft started, there was talk that the Panthers would maybe looking to try and trade back up into the first round. Oh, yeah. I like that. What have they got? What collateral have they got? They got a uh, second. They got pick uh, 39 because I guess you'd say 39 because it would have been pick 40 if it was their first pick. But um, they got, I think it's 93 for the founder as well. So, I mean, if you were, say, wanting to trade to, say, you know, 30 or 31, you know, 39 and just based off of some of the other trades that are happening here, 39 and I think their fifth round picks like 144 or something. Like, would that be enough to go from, you know, six spots up? Sorry, Bradley, I'm, I'm just tweeting, tweeting some excitement into existence. I'll be with you in a moment. <laughs> the, the thing would be right, like... Repeat, go again. I'm back. No, no, I was just saying the, the the Panthers would have it. So they've I would say, you know, if they wanted to go to thirty or thirty one, if they would yeah. do so we saw the, the Patriots trade earlier where they did um they got back pick one twenty for and seventeen for pick fourteen. Like yeah. so if the Panthers were gonna try and move up from say thirty nine to thirty one, would you know, thirty nine and hundred and fourteen, would that be all right for would that that might be enough to say maybe trade with the Chiefs if that was the case if they wanted to move up. Yeah, because I don't think the Chiefs are too... They're too... They're not too... um, Like, they don't have a lot of needs. They could... So they could build their team that way. You can definitely Um, see them moving back. Who do you think the Panthers want to trade up for? Well, their their needs would be edge, like an edge rusher to go with... um, To opposite Brian Burns. Um, Yeah. You, you could go wide receiver, depending on who's still on the board. Um, That's true. They do need receiver. Because you've got uh, their, their receivers they signed in the offseason. they got um, Adam Thielen, DJ Shark, um, Demir Bird they signed, 
And then with the guys yeah. they still had on the roster, you've got Terrace Marshall, um, Shy Smith, and LaVisca Chanel. Yeah. It's not really the, the most deadliest wide receiver room going around. But, I mean, they could go tight end because they've got Hayden Hurst, Tommy Tremble, and Ian Thomas, and that's it. Um, you could go – I think, too, the other major need would be um, cornerback because they've got J.C. Horn, who could be elite but has been injured a fair bit. Uh, Dante Jackson just coming off an Achilles injury. And yeah. – uh, CJ Henderson, who hasn't really panned out since his trade over from Jacksonville. So, yeah, yeah. There's options. There's plenty of options there. And what have they got going for them as far as next year's draft goes as well? Do they, like, because obviously they've given up their first round pick to Chicago. Yeah. So they've got um, second round pick next year. Uh, third rounder as well. Fourth, yeah. they've actually got a couple extra picks. Like they got a pick from the um, when okay. they traded Robbie Anderson or chosen. Yeah, I was wondering what they've got Anderson. if they wanted to sort of um, jump Anderson. in and get like Marvin, Marvin Harrison Jr. or something like that. If they could make that kind of move at receiver, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's probably it have to be picking not. top five. Yeah. It would, it would have to be a um, – we'll see. The only way that would be possible is you've got to then move off of a, yeah. like, a foundational piece, which to me the only person that they – besides, say, like a Bryce Young, yeah. now that they've got, it's either got to be a JC Horn, a Derek Brown, or a Brian Burns to trade up that high to pick a, yeah. a guy like that, which I don't really see the Panthers would want to do. Yeah. Famous guys to, to – yeah, charges on the clock. So are they going tight end? Their pick is in. It's tight end or receiver. Yeah. I had them taking Zay Flowers in my mock. I think I had Jordan Addison. I had Jordan Addison as well because I think there was like a few coaching ties there, wasn't there, with the receivers? Actually, no. I've had Dalton Kincaid in both my latest one, last ones. So I've had just, him going tight end. It's probably going to be, um, watch, it'll be Quinton Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll I'm be not sure how like I feel about... Is he too similar to Mike Williams? Yeah, Doesn't I'm not sure how I feel. As many receivers I could. Yeah. How I feel yet about Quinton Johnson. If he gets in the right landing spot, it's wheels up. Hmm. going to be very interesting this pick i know i'm trying to get excited about the charges pick but i'm just i'm still coming down yeah i know i'm (laughs) i'm literally on shopnfl.com looking to see if i can buy (laughs) (laughs) straight on (laughs) yeah i know usually i like to wait till like careers are over or they're on my fantasy team all right let's see (laughs) going in early yeah oh there you go Oh, wow. Okay. So they're going for big time upside here. 
right position, but yeah, we were both uh, just just off. Wow, so he's the second receiver off, back to back receivers. Well, see, yeah, then this a- this is interesting then too, because now you've got um, Ravens picking at twenty two. Right, the Ravens could use another receiver. Like I know they say flowers. Ravens yep. are going with Joey Porter mm-hmm. Jr. Oh, you reckon? Yeah, that's a good call. Imagine that. Joey Porter Jr., Ravens, his dad, the Steelers. Carl Hamlet. Got to make for some fun. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I've got them picking Deontay Banks. Uh, I had Chargers taking Jordan Addison, Ravens taking Christian Gonzalez. So we're on the same page with cornerback here. Yeah. I've got Joey Porter Jr. over um, Deontay Banks, so... And then I had Quinton Johnson going to the Vikings at 23. So nearly there. Yeah, nearly yeah there. same. See, mine was ruined because I had um, I had Zay Flowers here to the Chargers and then I had Van Ness to the, the Ravens at 22. So yeah. no, that's not going to happen. Um, but just uh, what we are talking about before, John, what the um, Panthers might trade up for. There's a uh, beat reporter for the Panthers um, has said that... If the if the if the Panthers were to trade back up into the first round, it's most likely to be for a wide receiver or a pass rusher. Mm, okay, yeah, and that makes sense. So, because the yeah, thing about the I Panthers mean, is then that like they're not far off a complete team in in my mind. No, like they just need to drop in a couple of more players. Um, they've got some young talent, but I think that they'll gain a heap of experience this year. And yeah, with the right right couple of extra pieces. I mean, they're in a division that's not too competitive. Yeah. They and I think when you look at the, um, like the, the, the off season that they've had was, you know, they signed Von Bell. So they've, you know, that, that's probably going to move Jeremy Chin down into more of that, you know, yeah. nickel corner linebacker box safety, you know, that sort of role. Yeah. So he's moving there. Yeah. Um, Got some, uh, uh, got a couple defensive tackles. Shy Tuttle was one of them from the Saints, you know. So they've got they're pretty strong across that line. It's just that the the other edge rusher across from Brian Burns at the moment is um, Yitor Gross Matos, which right. A lot of people were thinking with um, Ejiro Evero, his defensive system, he might actually be unlocked in this as a three four, you know, edge rusher as opposed to a traditional four three. That's Edrugger, great which call. is what he's been playing. Yeah. So, you know, it, it could be for something like that. But, you know, I, I just think, like, athletically, if you were coming up against the Panthers, if they were going to be trading up, there's one edge rusher I'd like them to trade up for if they were going to do it. Could you imagine mm. the, to me, that how scary it would be playing against the Panthers when you've got Brian Burns off one edge and Nolan Smith coming off the other? I've lost you. Have I? I think that might be my internet, actually. Nolan Smith is such an interesting player here. Mm. Like if if Nolan Smith happened to be there and that's who the Panthers traded up for, like him and Brian Burns to me would be a, a great duo. Like they already had a year of that because Nolan Smith's comp is Hassan Rennick. Well, you know, before um, his year with the, the Eagles, Hassan Rennick was on the Panthers. So, yeah, 
it's something I could see them doing. That'd be a very good pass rush, or the potential to be a very good yeah. pass rush with Nolan Smith. Once again, if anyone has stuck with us through this entire thing, apologies if uh, you can hear sometimes my um, internet or whatever clicking in and out, and you might catch me. Um, there's, there's people doing roadworks outside, which is affecting the uh, the internet connection. So sometimes if there's a bit spotty, I apologise. But uh, <laughs> of, of course, days, the one they, day that they do it, of yeah. all days they choose to do it, yeah, good on them. No, no, um, <laughs> there was no like you know, heads up, this is what we're doing or anything. It was just all of a sudden we're about to start here and I could just hear the trucks pull up outside. I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Those potholes could have waited a week. Exactly. <laughs> um, so what what are we expecting here, do you reckon? What's your thoughts? For the Ravens, I think they take cornerback. Yeah. There's still good wide receivers on the board here, but I just I I don't think they make a move for wide receiver in the first round. And then you'd say it'd be Joey Porter, like if it if it is receive uh, if it is cornerback, you reckon Joey Porter Jr. or Dion I think Adams? Joey Porter Jr. is the best cornerback left. So I was just waiting for my internet to get its act together. No, you're right, mate. It was just uh, everyone. I was going to say, I was just saying, it was um, having internet issues with the the truck rolling up outside and starting their roadworks today. So um, it's gotten real dark here in Melbourne as well. I've had to put my lights on. I'm surprised that we've actually got. It's. I woke up this morning. It was absolutely pouring down with rain here, so I was a little bit, um, mm. a little bit worried. But uh, Gee, what's going on with you, lads? Perfect day here in Canberra. <laughs> oh, it's not like I was going to say that's a sentence no one's ever said a perfect name <laughs> just wait till tomorrow tomorrow's not going to be fun alright what are the Ravens doing Ravens are in cornerback let's go uh, yeah Christian Gonzalez Joey Porter Jr Is there's the one they're the two still left right no Gonzalez has gone Oh, okay. sorry, Gonzalo's gone. Yeah. Uh, Deontay Joey Banks. Porter Jr., Deontay Banks. Deontay Banks. Deontay Banks. Yeah. Yeah. I Forbes still think, I reckon this is a, I, I reckon it's still a receiver. So I reckon this is a, I, I think it's a flowers here. Because mm. I thought that if there was no edge rusher on the board, see, they'll be getting, you know, they've got Marlon Humphrey. They've got, I know he's older, but, you know, like Marcus Peters. Like they've got some, guys that they like there. I just sort of think when you look at their receiving core, that's been their biggest. And I think too, that to me, that would also be part of the reason why um, Lamar's re-signed. You know, that they got Odell. Yeah. They've got Rashad. Are they still Baker. going like, Maybe that was part of his... Though? Well, maybe not. Like, maybe that was just a bit of a smokescreen from people that about maybe. DeAndre Hopkins. But to I me, think this it comes would down be... If cornerback and wide receiver, so... If, I reckon they might go receiver here, and if they go, yeah, receiver, I'm thinking Zay Flowers. Taking, yeah, I'd be taking Zay. He's he's my I guy. I'd take here. To me, Zay should have come off the board the pick beforehand, but you know. Yeah, I think so as well. We shall. 
there take flowers. Yeah. yeah. Don't know how I feel about that for fantasy, though. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking, so what does that mean for, like, Jordan Addison? He's now going to be the fourth wide receiver off the board. Yeah. Which I'm not surprised at, to be honest, because yeah, a lot, a lot of people liked him. Yeah, and that's the thing. A lot of people liked him. Oh, check out Zay's, Zay's swag. That hey. suit. Flash. That's awesome. Love it. Um, yeah, sorry. But yeah, he's he's Zay's Zay like to me that Jordan Addison seemed like the the odd man out for the first round because like of the three guys who have gone, like it makes sense. You've got Jackson Smith and Jigba, the best wide receiver of the class, like you know, talent wise and the role he he plays, route runner, etc. Yeah. Quinton Johnson is the only tall receiver. Yeah, in this draft, like everyone else is short and slim to guy, which is Quentin Johnson, and then Zay Flowers, to me, is the the after that is the next best. You know, he just was not on yeah. the best team this year in college, so it, it sort of makes sense why um, Addison then would fall out of the. I mean, some of the comps to Zay Flowers as well. Like, people were comparing him to, like, a smaller Devontae Adams maybe back in his sort of, like, first year or two or three. And, like, Mm. he does have some similar techniques. Um, Probably better than Devontae Adams was back in the first couple of years. But, I mean, he's really put, like, his career together. Yeah. I just saw the ESPN's comp for him as Tyreek Hill. Oh, <laughs> and I thought mine was a bit outlandish. <laughs> there you go. Smaller wide receiver that's fast. Yeah, he's Tyreek Hill. Yeah, which is which has come back to the um, which has come back to the Kalijah Cancy two hundred eighty pound defensive tackle Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, it's just got to feed the content machine somehow. <laughs> exactly. I mean, some of the routes so, that are shown, you can see it, but no. So to me, I, do now like we, we I don't know how I feel about him on the Ravens. I'd expect the Ravens' offense to be completely different though this year. Yeah. Well, I, I'd say so. They've got Todd Munkin in now as um, OC. Yeah. Todd Munkin's more of a, you know, not air raid, but more of a, you know, he's a spread wide. He's getting down the field. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's not a not a Greg Roman traditional running style. I think that'll still be in there, but I think it'll be a bit more open. Yeah. Opened up and you know multiple receivers out on the field all at the one time because now you can have Odell, Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman as the as the guys there. Yeah, great day to be Lamar Jackson. New contract, mm. new receiver. Yeah, he'd be happy. All right, Vikings, make me happy. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go. So I had in in my mock, I had um, the Vikings taking Deontay Banks here. Because I had Joey Porter Jr. coming off the board at twenty to the Seahawks in my mock, so I I would I would think that they need they need corners. I would say the Vikings. I had them going wide receiver, but now I'm not so sure. No, the Vikings need to get on board with the Lions and Bears and. Oh, I think one of my uh, friends has just spoiled the Vikings for me. (laughs) Either that or he's just willing something into existence. I'm not sure. 
<laughs> Make it happen. Yeah. Well, they're still showing that there's they haven't the picks not in yet, so that's does your what what without giving away the player as your as friend said position like what position group? Uh receiver. Receiver. I think he's I think he's just willing it into existence. So then I would say then that's Addison if, yeah, if that Jordan was Addison. Case. Yeah. 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 I don't think they made the pick yet. Not that I've seen, no. I can see them going wide receiver because I don't think KJ Osborne's what they want as a second receiver. Yeah, and but KJ then when Osborne's... You've got someone like Justin, when you've got someone like Justin Jefferson, that second receiver doesn't need to be a star. Yeah, Osborne, Osborne's good. Um, oh, but he's good. Like, they do need extra sort of to fill Adam Thielen. Like, he, and he was great as a, a wide receiver three. So they do yeah. need that sort of whether he's the two or he's the three, and they get another receiver in to be the two. It's like it's sort of they need to continue the status quo. They can't sort of. I don't think yeah, they can especially that way. especially with the offense that they're wanting to run with the head coach there now. Mm. They're going to need a third wide receiver. So I'm just then curious what happens in the next couple of picks because you've got Jacksonville, Jacksonville on the board who I think will go corner. I think they've got to go like corner sort of thing. So are they hoping that I guess they would be hoping that it's um wide receiver here. So yeah. then they can have their pick of the the best corners remaining. So Deontay yeah. Banks, uh Joey Porter Jr. That makes sense. I had them taking Lucas Van Est here, the Jags. I've got them taking Nolan Smith. Um, but corner makes a lot of sense. And I had them. I had them taking Brian Branch, at safety. So who can play corner as well? So that's who I was sort of thinking for there. Because also too, That'd all be the nice. other corners for me, all the other corners yeah. for me have gone off the board by this stage. Yeah. But there's you know there's interesting teams coming up because you got you got the Jags, you've got the Giants who probably need a wide receiver or a cornerback. You've got the Dallas Cowboys who, you know, they need. They need a few, like, you know, edge, tight end. You know, that could be that coming up as well. Like, you know, there's so many more intriguing picks coming up. You know, they, they I would have said um, prior to the offseason, they should have been looking yeah. at corner. But then when they've traded for Stefan Gilmore as well, you know, you've got yeah. Gilmore and Diggs, you sort of, your corner, corner spot's pretty well locked down now. Vikings taking all the time. Do you think maybe they lost the receivers that they had on their board, so they're trying to see if anyone wants to trade in? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. And it would also it would have also just been hilarious if they um they missed their pick again for the third time in the in their history <laughs> of missing missing the time and having someone pick them. So oh, so we're Piper's thinking that Will, Will Levis could be here as well. Well, that's the other potential. Mm. That's the other potential I could, like, you know, because there's your Kirk Cousins. That, that's another potential one, you know, your Kirk Cousins yeah. replacement. 
or you know you're one for the future sort of thing so if I was the Vikings I'd have Hooker over Levis yeah I think yeah I think that makes a lot of sense you're not going to need to play him for a couple years still Mm, that's a good point play out Kirk Cousins yeah and then go and get yeah get if they go and hook a quarterback here, I'd pick Hendon Hooker. But so final picks, who have you got going here? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I had Quinton Johnson, so I could say Jordan Addison. I do. Re- I'm coming around on that Hendon Hooker idea, but th- again, they need defense as well. The Vikings. They had no defense mm. last season, or was it more the scheme? Hard to say. No, they they they. Well, well Joey Porter Jr. Give him a cornerback, Joey Porter Jr. Yeah. I'm just, the only other thing I'm now thinking is every time that the Vikings have tried to pick a cornerback in the first round, they've always been really bad. So maybe they, maybe that just sways me. Maybe they'll go, I reckon, no, I'm going with John. Go receiver. They're going to go Jordan well, they, picked, they picked Andrew Booth last year. So they picked cornerback last year. So And was, and Lewis Seen as well, didn't they? Yeah, he was injured all year. Well, they did. Jordan Addison. Okay. Wow. Great. I swear this is about the fifth time we've hit on the position, but just not the player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we have nailed the positions that teams have picked this draft. We've <laughs> either got some combination think- of right player, wrong um yeah, so you what you're saying like position, yeah, wrong spot. You, you, we, we, I think too. The other thing we've got pretty decently in this is, you know, a lot of us had Will Anderson going to the Texans at pick two. Well, he went to the Texans, but it was a pick three. You know, we had Paris. Yeah. I had Paris Johnson Jr. going to the Cardinals at three. Well, he went to them yeah, at same. six. Like, yeah, we've had a few of yeah. them where you know, right, right guy, wrong draft position. Still no tight ends. Still waiting for tight ends. So there's been the receiver run. So the more the tight so ends fall, the more scared I get that the Packers are going to actually trade up. It's concerning, like yeah. But then again... See, I don't think it's that... I don't think it's this... They can see, just sit at, back. To me, though, to me, though, at this point of the draft, I don't think it's a... Oh, Jaguars have traded the pick. Oh, Giants have Giants, trade Giants are going for cornerback here. They couldn't wait one spot. I either that or tight end. I reckon. Mm. No, the Jags wouldn't have taken a tight end though. Yeah. Well, they. I wouldn't be surprised if they would. Just because you've got Evan Ingram on your team doesn't mean that you don't. Need yeah, maybe they and they could take it like a blocking tight end, like a Darnell yeah. Washington type. So Giants move up one. Another team moving up just one spot. It's crazy. And we'll see now that to me, with um, what we were sort of talking about um, earlier for me, for my Panthers fandom, where they talk was an edge, like trading back up for an edge rusher or a wide receiver. That, mm. uh, like, to me now, the wide receiver run has gone like that to me that's gone yeah. you don't you don't trade Pretty up gone. for a wide receiver now yeah. yeah if anything to me i'd probably try it if i'm trading up it's for an edge rusher 
if not, if the guy that you're not there, uh, not wanting is there, to me, then they might actually be a decent trade back candidate yeah. now tomorrow at pick 39, like trade back a few picks because you did lose so much draft capital in you trade with the Bears to move up to number one. Like you're not going to get back your first round pick next yeah. year. But if you happen to go, you know, future picks next year, you then come next year, you might be able to package a couple of those picks together. You know, you might be able to package two third round picks to move back up into the second round next year. So you can have two second round draft picks next year. Like, yeah. so to me, it seemed like the Panthers now, if they don't trade up for a um, edge rusher, they either pick there at 39 or they become a candidate to trade back and accumulate some more assets. Yeah, it makes sense. And also you've got your 2025 first round pick as well. If you really, if you really get really desperate, pretty yeah. amazing though. Pick 20, 21, 22, 23 is a run of four wide receivers. We kind of thought they fell and then a, it yeah, was coming eventually. Run. Yeah. Mind you, I must admit, I didn't expect them to go that far before receivers were starting to be picked. I was expecting, you know, receiver in the top 10, 15 sort of picks, not first one at 20. Yeah. Well, that's it. You expected them in the teens, so... We thought JSM was going... Well, I thought JSM was going pick 12 and that was going to start the run. Mm. That just never happened. It's interesting because it would have kind of suggested that they were maybe on the same sort of like level as the receivers last year when that run started. I mean, there was eight and then there was, so there was eight, 10, 11, 12, was it from memory? Uh, yeah. Or like eight, Wilson, ten. Alave. Yeah, um, eight, and 10, 11, 12, yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Jameson. But it makes sense because these receivers are probably not in the same sort of level, yeah, as as those guys. So yeah, so everyone was saying it was to a, do it in the twenties makes a bit more sense. The talent. So like in terms of the in in terms of the trade, so the Giants to move up one spot traded twenty five, one sixty, and pick two forty for twenty four. So first round pick, fifth round pick, fifth and a seventh round pick or seven. Okay. Yeah. So not the not not the not worst to, to move out of that. Yeah. So I think with the receivers now gone and the Giants on the board, they're going I think they're going cornerback because they desperately need corners. Yeah. Any any possibility that the Giants go tight end just as a, like a you know, you've lost okay the best wide receivers in the class, so maybe get a big kind of a big guy to add to your t team of receivers? Possibly. Well, especially considering possibly. Kincaid and Meyer are still there. Yeah. I expected them yeah. to be off the board now, so I wouldn't have thought so before this. So, yeah. I think the only um, the only pause is that they, they drafted last year. I know he was a later round draft pick, but they were really big fans of Daniel Bellinger. Yeah, and he so, is good. You know, maybe they. I think it's corner, but since the receivers are gone, I think it's it's going to be corner because you sort of you look at who they were. It almost felt like some of their games last year they were just picking up a guy off the street on the way into the stadium to go, "Hey, 
Are you are you able to tie up your shoes and run backwards and try and cover a wide receiver? Well, it doesn't matter because you're on the team sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think – so then if it's coming down the corner, you've either got Joey Porter Jr. or Deontay Banks. So, yeah. Deontay I had Banks him taking Brian rising. Branch in my mock. Yeah, well, that's the other option. But, I, I mean, I think it's – I think it's corner, and I think you, yeah, you're going, you're going either Deontay Banks or Joey Porter Jr. Yeah, yeah. those two are off so the board I, when I pick Branch, so it makes sense. So to me, I I really like Joey Porter Jr., but reading some of the stuff that's happened this um, in this draft cycle, the it seems to be more of Deontay Banks is a, is seemed to be a bit more of a of the pick for, you know, the higher of those two. So I reckon this might be Deontay Banks here. I don't think it's either. For all three of the picks, to be honest, branch in there as well. I don't think they can go wrong either way. Oh, and just a, a, a breaking news as well. So then the Jags have traded back once again with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, with the Ooh. Bills. Yeah. Ooh. So the Bills have moved up to 25. Interesting. Deontay Banks, there you go. Deontay Banks. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah you know, he's because the, the comparison that a lot of people were saying is he um, he was drawing comparisons to Marlon Humphrey. Cool. That was the pick I nailed it. 25, Giants, Deontay Banks. Oh, you got him nice. There you go. I'm happy about that. I think so, that's my my third correct one. It's so interesting when you look at it. You think the position that you pick, the players that go off the board before you expect them to change it completely. Yeah. But you're still nailing the positions as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because Brian Branch is effectively a slot corner, star corner type thing, star safety. Yeah. Tell you what, the Jag, Jags have done a great great in this by moving back again. So they've moved back two spots to 27. They've picked up 27 and 130. So, so they've picked the, up 130. That's nice as well. So they picked up 130, 160, and 240 in their two trade backs, which doesn't seem like a lot. But, you know, when you need, yeah. you know, some depth pieces, it's actually pretty um, – I actually like both of those moves. Not to mention um, it can be difficult to – it can be difficult to get players to come to Jacksonville and play for you as well. So usually mm, it was the same issue that the Seahawks draft. had last year as we kept drafting late round people because we knew that now that Russell was gone, it's going to be hard to convince agents to send their wide receivers to us. Yeah. It's interesting. See, now I'm like in so so they've so the bills have moved up then. So I'm just having a look at my mock. Who do I, I had? We'll see. This isn't going to happen. I had the Bills taking um, Kalisha Kansi at 27. So uh, I had that as well. Board. Yeah. So it's obviously I not going to be Kalisha Kansi. I had the Bills taking Jordan Addison or Zay Flowers. So, mm. so still are left. They, are they the going to pick Jalen Hyatt? <laughs> oh, yeah. We get the position right. Who's the wide receivers left that they'd pick there? It's a good call. Josh Downs, Cedric Tillman. Josh Downs is another one. I like um, Josh Downs a lot better than Jalen Hyatt. Jaden Reed's been a name getting a little bit of buzz. Um, 
But just looking, so some of the guys still on the board that are available. So you've got Nolan Smith, uh, Dalton Kincaid, Michael Mayer, uh, Dewan Jones is still there, Joey Porter Jr., Brian Branch, Miles Murphy, Osiris Torrance, Brian Brzee, Mazzy Smith. So there's some names there. Like I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't couldn't fault the Bills if they've traded up to try and pick Joey Porter Jr. Mm. Do they go defensively? Um, anyone that they could take for Tremaine Edmonds yeah. to replace? So that could be Drew Sanders. Drew yeah, Sanders, yeah. But why? But here's here's a thought though too. Why if they if they were looking at a receiver, why don't they just go best pass catcher available and go Dalton Kincaid? Mm. Like you've got Dawson. Well, like Knox, I said earlier, he's an offensive weapon. You just move him around everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Like so, instead of going, um, instead of going wide receiver. You've got Dawson, not like you can actually go out then on the field and you could play Dalton Kincaid as like a almost like a slot receiver, like the way that everyone remembers Mike Kosicki before they had um, Tyreek Hill, you know, play as more of yeah. a um, slot receiver as opposed to an inline blocking tight end. Yeah, and then you could just sense. roll with Gabe Davis, um, Dalton Kincaid, you know, Stefan Diggs, Dawson Knox, like that can be your main receiving core. Mm. And that's what I expected the Packers to do with him if they ended up drafting him early, like just move yeah. him around the offense. You're going to be able to so line him up wherever you want. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the more and more that we're actually talking it out, the more and more I think instead of reaching on a receiver like a Jalen Hyde or something, um, I think maybe they go Dalton Kincaid, who and is I think the Bills like instead of picking defense to try and stop the likes of Mahomes and Burrow. I think they're just going to load up on offense and go, right, I will match it with you. Because you And see, the other the thing is, too, mm. the important part of this, by moving up from 27 to 25, they jump the Dallas Cowboys. So if they were really set on Dalton Kincaid, just say that's who their pick is. If they're really set on Dalton Kincaid, he might not have been there with Dallas who need like a tight end or who might be looking at a tight end. So that's it. Yeah. Sort, I see what you're saying. Sort of makes yeah. sort of makes sense. You jump them the yeah. way that I guess like it's last not- year, Philadelphia, Philadelphia knew that Baltimore was going to be all in on Jordan Davis. So instead of hoping that he might get there, you jump up that little, that pick in front and you pick the yeah. guy that you don't reckon is going to be there at your pick. So that's what I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they've done here. Yeah. I won't be surprised oh. if two tight ends go back to back here. Yeah, it's a good call. Look at Will Levis. Sorry, I just watched on the broadcast. Still I sitting. I think Cowboys will look at Michael Meyer here and pick him if he's not at the pick here. Yeah, but see, and this, and this is why was, not Jason Witten. And, and this is why it was smart then for Jacksonville to move back those two trades. Mm-hmm. They might not have had Deontay Banks on their board, or they might have gone. Do you know what? Say so Deontay Banks and Joey Porter Jr. We we value them at the same. You know, we'd be happy with either of them. The Giants mm. move up because that's who they want. And then Jacksonville goes, okay, we know that now after speaking with the Bills, they want to jump up for, say, like a Dalton Kincaid. We then know that 
the Cowboys aren't going to take corner because they've got two really good corners. So we just move back those couple spots, get a guy we really want anyway, and yeah, we end yeah. up with three extra draft picks to add to the team. Yeah. It's good. It's smart. This isn't this isn't the old Jacksonville Jaguars who made the dumb moves. This is that's a really good move by them. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, there you go. Dalton Kincaid. All right. Look at us go, talking ourselves into it. (laughs) It was just the more that we were sort of going through it, the more it just seemed to make a lot more sense that... Yeah. Yeah. And now I think Cowboys pick Michael Mayer. Yeah. I had them pick in Brian Greasy, but I think with Michael Mayer still available, I think they go with him. Yeah. Because mm. everyone else the they had with Jason Witten, I think they'll try and replicate that with him. Yeah, and everyone also sort of knew that when you think about it, like the only more sure of a pick that you would think for the um for the Cowboys would have is would have been if um uh Bijan Robinson was still there at twenty six. Like if Bijan was still there at twenty six, you could guarantee he was not getting past twenty six. Like he would have gone there no yeah. matter what. So yeah. We say that now. Watch them go and um, <laughs> we we say that now. Go and watch linebacker them draft Osiris <laughs> Torrance or <Yeah. laughs> Nolan Smith or something. Their linemen. Yeah, I could also see like a Nolan Smith in this to the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, because they need someone really to like. I know they've got Micah Parsons, but they seem to want to play him. As like you know, rotate him around to be in an edge rusher, like off the yeah, linebacker, yeah. you know, do that sort of thing. Well, if you add a guy like Nolan Smith in, yeah, they want a bit of depth. I, I just think too, like to me, that would also be a really good fit because I would hate to face that defense when you've got Demarcus Lawrence on one side and you've got lining up next to each other, Micah Parsons and Nolan Smith, and you as the offensive liner going, which one's rushing, which one's dropping back into coverage. Mm. You know, yeah. it's it's like best case scenario for the Cowboys if that's the way that they win. I still think they're probably going tight end, but I was just thinking like out loud that that might be a um a decent decent option there too. Yeah. Well, it's funny how different a board like a couple of players here and there changes the board. I had Cowboys picking an edge rusher, but now. You've got both. Well, you had both tight ends available for their pick in the pick before. So, yeah, I had Cowboys taking Will McDonald, and but the more we talk about Michael Mayer, the more it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. See, I've I had the um, I had the Cowboys taking Miles Murphy because I had both of them off uh, both tight ends off the board by this stage. See, I forgot about forgot about Miles Murphy as well. He was a guy who some people early on were talking that. You know, he could be a possibility inside the top ten, and you know he's we're here board, at twenty six, he? and he's still on the board. So yeah, yeah. Gotcha. that's crazy. He's going to fall into the Packers' lap in the second round, <laughs> and all will be forgiven. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see where he actually goes, though, because 
the talents there if he yeah. puts it all together that's why where this is where this is the type of scenario too where you're getting closer towards that end of the first round where you could see a team like a Carolina or you know Pittsburgh's at pick 32 as well like would the Steelers maybe trade up and try and grab another edge rusher in the first round like because they wouldn't have to give up too much to say move from 32 mm. to 30 if that's yeah. what they thought you know that or 28 or something like that you know there, there's possibilities there where this could all go and you could see a last minute you know someone trade up into the first round to try and pick up that last you know yeah decent edge rusher there so I'll be honest, I won't be mad if the Packers decide to trade a second and their third to move back up, depending who's on the board in the next few picks. We Are suck with our third round picks anyway, so. <laughs> See, I, I think too, this is this is a spot, especially if you're the Packers, this is a spot we could do that because Worst case scenario, next year you get you've got a sec, you've got an extra second round pick with the Rogers trade. You're more than likely going to have yes. a first round pick. Yeah, you know, yeah. So that's what I mean. Like you're more than likely because yeah. you know, barring barring an Aaron Rodgers injury where he misses five yeah. six weeks in the season, like yeah. he's going to play the number of snaps to turn that second into a first. So worst case yeah. scenario, you've got two second round picks next year. And a first round pick. More likely is you're going to have two first round picks and a second round pick if you're the Packers. Yeah. So you know, they're showing showing the Cowboys all their draft room. They're all stoked. So I'm going with you guys. I reckon it's probably Michael Mayer. It just makes too much sense for me. Also feels like that because ESPN keeps showing Michael Mayer sitting in his lounge room. <laughs> They say they don't like people tipping the pick or stop showing your pick, your draft yeah, pick yeah. on the <laughs> <laughs> chilling in his lounge room. Also, too, looking at the um, just reading about one of the the trades. So the Texans trade where they moved back up to number three. So they had two first round picks next year. They had their pick and the Cleveland Browns. pick. Pick. And mm. the pick that they've acted from the Deshaun Watson trade, the pick that they used in that is actually their draft pick. So the Houston Texans first round draft pick. Yeah. So right. there is a world where the Houston Texans there is a world where the Houston Texans aren't very good again. And you could see like the Arizona Cardinals, if they mm. are as bad as what a lot of people are expecting them to be, you could see the Cardinals end up with picks one and two next year. That's like a real possibility. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, you know, you could look at that and you could go them with picks one and two and it's like, okay, mm. here's your Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. Pick. And who's a quarterback needy team who wants to trade up for a, a Caleb Williams or something like that. So, yeah. Or do they have enough faith in Kyler Murray over Caleb Williams? Well, that's the thing. You've got that option. You've got options and you could get another yeah. massive draft hole for trading Kyler Murray if that's what you want. Yeah. But... Oh, a team will pay Here up for Kyler Murray like... if he's on the board. Mm. I, in looking up the details about that trade, I've actually seen this pick to the Cowboys, and I am a bit surprised. What's the vibe? 
Surprised? Okay. It's not, it's not what I was expecting. Not who I thought at all. Uh, are they a first round? I mean, it's a good. Yeah. I had him as first round grade. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had him as a first round player, but just not who I thought. But I guess when you see it, it makes sense. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I I did not have a first round grade. He was borderline for me. Yeah, you were talking about him though before, Brad. Yeah, he like that's interesting. So I think part of it, part of it too, is he came across my um, like eye early in the off season because he's just an absolutely athletic freak. Like, yeah, he is. He he wasn't able to test. He didn't test at the um at the draft, but. Uh, if any of you read like the athletic Bruce Feldman's freak list that he has, Mazzy Smith was number one on his freak list. Yeah, he was really. a guy who Michigan do this um, this uh, stair jump sort of drill that they yeah, and you know they've got to just box jump pretty much all up these massive flight of stairs, and his um, jumps were the fastest on the Michigan team in the preseason, like he was faster than yeah. all running backs, all wide receivers. And this is a man who's 300 and nearly 340 pounds. He's a big and he, boy. Look at him. He, and he, but he's, he's like, to me, he seems more, he's bigger, but he seems athletically more like an Aaron Donald than what Kalijah Kansi is. If you know what I mean, like Kalijah Kansi is fast, but when you mix in the, the pure like athleticism, like I think he might've gone close to, um, Posting a similar sort of forty time as what uh, Kalijah Kansi did if he was able to test at the at the combine. Yeah. So yeah, interesting, interesting picks, interesting picks going on so far. This is what we were talking so, about with the players at the end of the first could have come from anywhere. Like there was no. Mm. First round grades on play like that many players that we were going to see picks like this be made where you go oh okay they've we think not a reach but we didn't expect it in the first but it's happened still no um, Hendon Hooker still no Will Levis still no BJ Ojolari and still no Kelly Ringo see Ringo was never going to be a first rounder for me yeah. I, 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 I and it makes sense. I thought it'd be cool, yeah. interesting if he fell. I was looking to see if he would fall that way. Uh, I, I thought, I thought he was a, a mid second round pick. Was mm-hmm. sort of my thinking for Keely Ringo. Um, the ones that I am most surprised at are, yeah, Will Levis. There was talk at one stage that you know Nolan Smith would be a top fifteen pick. Yeah, he's yeah. a massive shock to me. Um, yeah, yeah Miles Murphy right. was some people. Some people. Some of the mock drafts I saw had Miles Murphy going eight to the Falcons. Yeah, like to me, it's very reminiscent. You remember, like uh, last year in the draft when Jermaine Johnson kept falling, like Jermaine Johnson kept falling, and everyone was going, you know, if he went at pick ten to the Jets, I wouldn't have been surprised. Like. To me, if if Miles Murphy went at eight to the Falcons, I wouldn't have been surprised. Mm. Yeah, I might have thought it was maybe just a tad early, but I still would have been like, okay, yeah, that makes sense though. You you're trying to build for traits, you're trying to do this, like it, it makes sense in that yeah. sort of thing. But I think we're going to see him, so much movement early tomorrow. 
Yeah. There's going to be so many trades straight off the bat in round two. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've seen it the last couple of years. The trades start straight away. You know, people yeah. weigh into, you know, even the, the year before, like people were trying to, you know, you saw the Broncos trade up in the second round to get Javante Williams, like in the 2021 draft. Like it, it happened straight away. You saw it last year with your Packers trading both. Was it both of their third round picks or something? Or they had two second up. round picks that they moved up to get Christian Watson. Like, yeah, you know, you can... You could see that there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of movement happening, and maybe too with everything that has come off the board so far, this might work out for for me for my Panther sort of thing where they don't have to move up for one of these edge rushes that they might yeah. be after. Yeah. yeah, it's starting to fall nicely for you. It's it's like it's it's just one of those things where you go. There's so many possibilities and. You know, we're sort of like, you know, even now, just thinking possibilities-wise, so pick 27, the Jags have been saying all along cornerback. But then I just thought, like, Cam Robinson, their left tackle's out for the first game and there's six games of the season due to a PED suspension. They lost Juwan Taylor. They lost Juwan Taylor um, to the Chiefs this year. So would they go offensive tackle or offensive line to try and build that up? So, like, you know, you've got... Um, I think Dewan Jones is still on the board. Anton Harrison, Osiris Thomas, you know that. Um, yeah, you know they've got these guys um, still on the board. Um, yeah, Osiris Torrance. I mean, sorry, but you know they've got these guys who are still there, like Brian Branch. A lot of people. I remember early on, Beard, you were saying you were thinking he could have been a quite a, a good possibility at fifteen for the Packers. Yeah, you've got these guys who are still there. So, I mean, they could, but after, you know, there's so, so many people oh. who are still available. I've just seen the Jags pick. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Anything exciting? Not exciting, but it makes sense. Yeah. What's the just knock on Joey Porter Jr. as well? That we think he's fallen to hear some some people thought that um it he, like some of it like he's really good as a press cover corner but some people didn't like his um ability in zone sort of thing some i was right. some, one of the things i was reading is they're expecting him maybe he could move to safety was a possibility yeah um you know maybe they just sort of feel like there's more premier positions that they need to fill than him at corner there you go. Anton Harrison, offensive tackle to the Jags. Cool. Makes sense. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So we're now coming down to what? 28, 29, 30, 31. So. Yeah, four to go. Um, four to go. Some was, really good players on. There's some great players left. Still. Yeah. He wasn't in my first round mock, but I'm not mad. <laughs> so I had Adam Schefter. 31. Adam Schefter on Twitter has just put um, just a thing which is interesting. He's got, for what it's worth, Kentucky QB Will Levis, who was considered to be in consideration in the top four picks, took eight top 30 visits in the recent weeks to the Panthers, the Texans, the Colts, the Raiders, the Titans, the Bucks, the Falcons, and the Patriots. And he's still sitting there. 
in the green room. Mm. Which some yeah, people were, break. some some people were sort of, uh, you know, hinting at on certain things I'd listened to that maybe he wasn't really interviewing very well, and maybe that's caused 100%. his fall. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You can see that happening as well, just from everything you've watched of him. You know, maybe, and that so, could be, like I said, that could be the reason why he's still on the board. Is everyone sitting there going, "Well, you've not really given us a reason to." To yeah. want to pick you here, and yeah. you you think about Anthony Richardson as well. He's not a finished product by any means. He's got a long, long, long way to go. But everything you heard about his interview and his demeanor smashed it out of the park. Yeah. So for he a twenty-year-old kid to have the talent that he has and the upside that he has, and to then have the mental makeup that he has as well, that's a home run pick as far as I'm concerned over Bill Levis. Mm. Yeah, I think the Seahawks so. would have taken um, Anthony Richardson at five had he been there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you've now got the Bengals who they've got their pick in. This is an Bengals exciting in my mock In my mock draft, I had um, I had Emmanuel Forbes at corner. Mm. I had Jameer Gibbs just sort of thinking, out of the water. I've just ruined my Bengals pick. I know who it is. <laughs> See, I I had them. I also thought that you could go running back or edge rusher. That was another option that I thought because you know you yeah. can you can never have too many edge rushes. Yeah, this one. So makes Michael sense. Mayer makes so much sense here. Michael Mayer was the other one that I had. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, to me, there was a few options that you could go with. Um, but in, in scrolling too, now I've also seen John, who the pick is, at this one as well. And, like, I mean, it makes sense. I could see sense. why. Yeah. It's about time. Offensive mm. line? No. Nah. No. Other side of the yeah. ball. Joe wishes. Oh, okay. See, offensive line didn't make any sense when they signed um, Orlando Brown. Well, yeah. yeah, good point. And they've still got Jonah Williams who wants a trade, but if they don't want it, they could just keep him for the year and then shoot him off next year if that's the case, let him walk in free agency. But... God damn okay. it. Miles Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, like, he kind of fell a little bit, but maybe not. Maybe I was just a bit higher on him. No, I, I think he did because a lot of people, um, a lot of people had him. I just want to find. I don't know if I can. I'm trying to find him on his. I'll be back in two minutes. Hang on. So you so, line him up, up opposite Hendrickson. Yeah. I like yeah, it. You've got it's Sam Hubbard as well. You've got yeah. um, Zizo Jalari. Uh, you know, you've got um, you got a few guys. A few guys there, but I think it's one of those um, one of those things that, you know, you go when you're in sort of the 
the Bengals spot, you can just go best player available to me. Yeah. You know what I mean, like he's best player available, that he might be their best player. So Dane Brugler had him as edge rusher number five with a first, you know, late first, early second grade. So I guess it's not too um, late first, early second. Jeez. Too weird, I guess, that he's. So I guess worst um, that he's he's fallen. I just thought he was a lot higher on other people's other people's boards than that. Looking at his, I guess with the depth of so Dane Brugler overall. Yeah, Dane Dane Brugler overall for the his top one hundred. He actually had Miles Murphy at twenty one. Twenty one. So 28, you know, yeah. He had a couple other guys who were ranked lower down who've gone gone ahead. So going through this, what I've got here. Um, so his top few, so he went Bryce Young, Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, CJ Stroud, Gonzalez, Robinson, Skaronsky, Tyree Wilson, Devin Witherspoon, Van Ness, Nolan Smith, who hasn't gone, Paris Johnson Jr., Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, Gone, Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., Brian Branch, who we're still waiting on. But he also had Jackson Smith and Jigba, Michael Mayer, and Dalton Kincaid in front of Miles Murphy. Yeah. So, you know, if you go his top 32, which would be like, you know, where we're sort of traditionally the first round end. So after Miles Murphy, he went Jameer Gibbs, Brian Brzee, Darnell Wright, Jordan Addison, Kalijah Kansi, Deontay Banks, Drew Sanders, Luke Musgrave, Darnell Washington, Jalen Hyatt, Zay Flowers. So he's got a few guys who, outside of his top 32, who've gone in the first round. So when, um, you know, we're sort of looking at at that um, that list of names there, like... It does seem a bit weird that he's fallen down so far, but he also yeah. it sort of can make sense why he's fallen down when you're sort of looking at it like that. So yeah, Bengals got a good yeah. one to put on that what defense. We... So yeah, yeah. So, so we got Nolan Smith still there. Philly, you what two picks away now? Or well, this pick and then theirs? Yeah. So it's. Um... How many Georgia players can Philly have on defense? <laughs> well, he would because actually be a really good fit for him too. Nolan Smith's sitting there at 30. Philly should be running up to the podium making the pick. Mm. So 29, you've got um, New Orleans. Now, I had them in my in mind. I had them going with um, Osiris Torrance. Yeah. I just thought they needed some um, some offensive line help, but you know, with some of those names that are still on the board, like it's it's easy to see who why they might pick some of these someone different than them. Yeah, I had them picking John Michael Schmitz, even though I thought it was a bit early for him. I thought it was borderline yeah. around that position, and they need a center. But yeah, some of the players available here. I mean, 
I don't think they really do. I think they got they got Cesar Ruiz. Cesar Ruiz, who I think is actually pretty decent. Is he a center? Decent or is he sort a guard? of guy there. So well, he he was I think he's he he can do both. So I think when he yeah. came out of college, he was a center. And I think when he was uh drafted by the Saints, they moved him to guard. Moved him, yeah. But he's a guy who could go either way. So Yeah. You know, they've got someone there if they wanted to. Um, but like we said, with so many people still left on the board, like, you know, they lost um, they lost a lot of their defensive linemen uh, in this offseason. So, you know, Brian Brzee's still on board. Yeah. He might be a, a, a someone to pick. They, they could go like a Will Levis because he's, um, because he's dropped so far. So, but I still think, I actually think, so if it's not, I think it might be off a defensive line. I had Osiris Torrance, but I think when I sat back after I, I did the my final mock, like you know, this morning, and when I after I posted it and everything, I was sitting back looking at it, and I went, "Well, they don't really have defensive linemen." So yeah. to me, this seems like it's going to be. I think it's going to be Brian Brzee here. Yeah. I can get on board with that because I had him going to Cowboys. I had him. I had him going pick thirty to like I had Brzee going the next pick to the the Eagles. Eagles, yeah. But with them taking Charles Carter, they're not taking him again. So, yeah. So, there yeah. you go, Brian Brzee. Yeah, yeah, just made sense. That's a good pick. I think he. He's such an interesting one because his year last year was poor. But, man, he mm. had some stuff going on. Yeah. And then you go back two years and look at his tape and he was a I menace on that defensive of, line. I think that's it too. Coming out of high school, I think he was the number one recruit in the country coming out of oh, high yeah, school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, he so was one of the guys in this draft that I thought could have gone anywhere from pick 10 all the way through to the end of first. So now this is interesting. So there's two two picks left in this first round. And you could conceivably see at least five guys going in these two picks who a lot of people had as consensus first round picks. So you got Brian yeah. Branch, Joey Porter Jr., Nolan Smith, Will Levis, and I guess you could throw Hendon Hooker in there as well. Who did I miss? Uh, Brian Brzee to the Saints. Ooh. We're just saying, like, I I had um I had Brzee going to the Eagles, but at pick 30, but with um mm. with them taking Jalen Carter early. But then I was saying, like, I had um Osiris Torrance going to the Saints, but after I posted my final mock, yeah, I sort of went, Well, they've got no defensive line and they need someone. Yeah. Yeah, I had Osiris going just, to the Eagles with the next pick. So we're just saying, so really, if I think about it, then I said five, it's actually six people. So there's really six conceivable people who could go in these final two picks. So mm. Osiris Torrance, Will Levis, Hendon Hooker, Nolan Smith, Joey Porter Jr. And who else did I miss that I just said before, Beer? Say that um, again. So I had... Um, 
you could have one of oh no, you could actually have about six or seven guys who could go in these picks. All right, so it was quarterbacks. You could go Will Levis, Hendon Hooker because they both yep. were sort of widely mocked to the first round. Yeah, Nolan Smith, uh, Osiris Torres, yeah, Brian Branch, Joey Porter Jr., Michael Mayer. There's some great players left, and then there's only two spots to fill them. Yeah. I think I, 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 I have to think maybe a team trades up into the first round to get Levis or Hooker at this point, or are they out on them? Well, so the Eagles, which team would it be though? Well, that's the thing. I think the Eagles me, take Nolan Smith, and I think. See, it could be like. Maybe, I was going to say it could be the Falcons, but maybe the Falcons are so close to with their next pick mm. in the next round that they might just sort of go, oh, well, we'll just hold off. Yeah, Eagles. Or maybe they'll hold off to... So mm. the Eagles would have Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith would be wild. Yeah. To go with Jordan Davis. To match back up with Kobe Dean. Dean and Jordan Davis, yeah. Yeah. It's the, I can 100% the whole, see the guy um, Nolan Smith here. That's what I was sort of thinking. I had Nolan Smith to them at pick 10 in my mock draft because I thought that he was going... I thought that um, Jalen Carter would have been off the board. So yeah. to try and make sure that they could get... In my mock, to make sure that they could get Nolan Smith, I put him at 10 because mm. I honestly thought he would have gone well before now. Yeah. So you, this is what happens, kids, when you'd make silly decisions with your food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, the breakdown of this first round after the draft is going to be crazy as well. It's been a great draft. I, I think it's been a great first round. Yeah. And there wasn't any blockbuster trade either. Yeah, like no apart from the Texans trade. moving back up, there wasn't a blockbuster trade I, of a player moving. There was a lot of like, and there were so many head head scratching moves. I still oh, don't there get, was definitely I still a don't get the um, yeah. yeah. I, I still can't understand how the Lions did what they did. Like that's just broken my brain for this draft. Oh, I've just seen the Eagles pick. Yeah. Yeah, so have you yeah. seen it, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Are they just, just going best a, player available? God, that's a, yeah. They have to. Yeah, it just makes so much sense. That defense is even more loaded now. Like, because the thing is, everyone's comp for Nolan Smith. So, which, by the way. Um, Eagles are picking Nolan Smith at pick number 30. Everyone's mm. comp for Nolan Smith was Hassan Reddick. Mm. And now they're going to be playing. And now that that defensive front line, which is what, you know, they'll come back and say cost them maybe that that Super Bowl was yeah. you know, not being able to put enough pressure. Now you add maybe, well, maybe the best player in the draft for his on-field in Jalen Carter. And then you add Nolan Smith, who is mm. one of the better. That's nice. Um, yeah. 
They're a scary, a scary overall team again. That's the thing. The team was in a position where they can just do whatever they want. And you, you look at the NFC now, that's a weak conference. The NFC East? Just the NFC in general. Or just the NFC in general, yeah. Yeah. That's a weak conference now. Like, when you look at it, it's not hard to see the Eagles coming out of there again this year. Yeah. Because who's going to compete with them? 49ers yeah. again, maybe. But even then, you're counting on Kyle Shanahan more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. And you're counting on that defense to continue to be elite and sort of prop up the offense a bit as well. Yeah. Which I like. Um, is it Stephen Wilkes is going to be def- like the coordinator? I think that's a great pick. I like him. Yeah. Yeah, he's very good. So now... One pick to go. Who are the Chiefs going to pick? Surely they trade out of this pick. That's what I'd have to think. And there's still plenty of talent left on the board. But, yeah, it's just a matter of who would trade into it. Because I think the thing with the quarterbacks is that they're not so desirable that it's like people want to give up. It's it's one of those situations like last year with Malik Willis. It's like, yeah, sure, if they fall to us, we'll take them there, but we're not going to go yeah. after them. Yeah. The Chiefs don't have a lot of needs. Unless they were to go with like an Osiris Torrance type person for the line. But, I mean, the line is good. It's like one of their biggest investments. Yeah, exactly. They don't need to force it. Mm. Unless they just wanted some depth. I just can't get over the Eagles. They've freaking killed another draft. Yeah. <laughs> they just let the things two. fall to them. What on earth? Every single year, things just fall to them. They see a Georgia Bulldog. They take a Georgia happen. Bulldog. Yeah. That's wild. Brad, we were just saying, so there's one pick to go with Kansas City. Do they trade out of it? What are their team needs? Do they need to do anything? Are there any players desirable enough to trade up for at this point? So I think a team maybe potentially could, like I still think there's a couple guys here who could trade trade it up for, like um, Joey Porter Jr., Brian Branch, I could see them uh, going. the, the only other thing I was thinking, but I don't know if there's really a guy here unless you want to go um, uh, the one is the the Chiefs lost both their um, starting left tackle, right tackle when they signed um, yeah, right. uh, Jawan Taylor, who they were going to move from right to left tackle, apparently. Yeah. But I mean, is there a tackle that's still there like a Dewan Jones? Is he a guy that they might try and pick and keep Jawan Taylor at right tackle? Yeah. Um, there's that. I mean, you could go. I don't know if there's anyone left that you'd want, but like defensive tackle, they could use. Uh, Brian Branch would be really good on that team yeah. as well. I could see Brian Branch going to the Chiefs. There's a few guys there I think could 
could actually still go. I mean, watch them go and pick, you know, Joey Porter Jr. or something like that, and um, he absolutely dominates. And you know, everyone kicks themselves for um, <laughs> for not Let him slide. for not taking Joey Porter Jr. earlier. Yeah, man, look at these Nolan Smith highlights; they are insane. That's what I mean. Like, what he's was just what was the knock against he's just him? Just a freak. Uh, he's only, only size. Pounds. Was size okay? Yeah, yeah. But then didn't he test yeah. really well? He's, and it, he ran like a four four forty. He had a huge broad jump. He had a massive like vertical. Like he just he was explosive. Mm. It's just yeah. his whole thing was that there was no real, there's no real edge rushes who weigh about two hundred and thirty pounds like he does. Yeah. That was that's the, the thing, though. Like, the league has changed so much now. I think people are so stuck in that old-school mentality a lot as well, mm. where they see but a guy think, that's undersized think... for the position and they go, oh, hang on. Look at those I think last part two of it, though, too. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's just insane. Jordan Davis. Um, I, think, <laughs> I think part of the reason is that it is real – from uh, like from listening to people in the know, like they're saying, like it's a, it's a real thing that teams mm. have these thresholds. They have these measurables for receivers and arm length, and they've got weight and everything like that. Because everyone yeah. who doesn't hit those benchmarks usually busts. Like yeah. it's very rare people who don't hit those thresholds for size and explosiveness and all that sort of stuff. There's very few times yeah. that these people hit those and are really good. So that's why it gives people a lot of cause for concern. And like I said, the only guy, the, the reason why Hassan Reddick is comped to Nolan Smith is because there's Hassan Reddick's an edge rusher who's only, who's only about 240 pounds. Like those two, mm-hmm. when you look at the, their measurables, they're almost identical. Yeah. And, and I think that's why a lot of people are worried is just that, you know, it's, is is he going to be able to have that Hassan Reddick career, how Hassan Reddick's played in these last couple of years? If he doesn't meet those same things, is he a bust then? Like, I'm not yeah. saying he will be, but if he has a year where, if he plays his entire career and his career high for sacks in the season is, say, seven, yeah, is that considered a bust for a guy who went pick 30 in the NFL draft? Nah. Like, some, it might it's, be. Uh, some people might yeah. consider it because they say, like, you know, first round edge rushes should be multiple years of double digit sacks is sort of what they, you know, they'll, they'll look at. So if he doesn't hit those heights, does that, will some people consider him a bust because of that happening to him? It's sort of like the Nolan Smith at 30 or Trevon, Trevon Walker at one, like which one would you rather have, right? Yeah. Both in sort of like similar positions, similar styles. Uh, similar physiques as well. So, so what they got here? Um, Josh Larky on Twitter has just put a thing here to the Eagles defensive front. So Nolan Smith ran a four three nine forty at two hundred thirty eight pounds. Jalen Carter went pick <laughs> nine. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis ran a four seven eight forty at three hundred forty one yeah. pounds. Yeah. Fletcher Cox has been. <laughs> Fletcher Cox has been to six Pro Bowl. Random Graham had 11 sacks last year. 
Josh Sweat had 11 sacks last year. Hassan Reddick had 16 sacks last year. That's it's just not so stuff. <laughs> it's scary. And to what Dan was saying before, it's like who in the NFC in the entire conference is competing with that? Yeah. It's and the the is when I was doing like messing around as just doing Panthers mock drafts where you simulate the picks and everything like that. Yeah. A bunch of them had um a bunch of them I would restart them because they'd have guys available at the Panthers pick at 39, like Michael Mayer, mm. Joey Porter Jr., like these sorts of guys sitting there. And I'd be like, well, I'm not going to do that because that's not believable. Like there mm. is no way that that um, Joey Porter Jr. is going to fall out the first round. Like there is no way that Michael yeah. Mayer will fall out the first round. So I used to see that. Now you look at that, yeah. that second round now, which is going to make this so interesting. So the Chiefs picks in too. So it's not going to, so no one's traded up for Will well, they're making it. This is it. Yeah. To trade, so so. No one's traded up for them. I think no you're right, Brad. I think it could be on the line, on the O-line. It's just... Well, I had them picking Anton Harrison, so... Offensive I, I had them taking flowers. I, I had them taking um, Mazzy Smith, but he obviously mm. went you know, to yeah. the Cowboys. But, he's gone. you know, there's still Dewan Jones. There's still... Um, I, I wouldn't expect it to be him, but like Cody Mott. Cody Mork, Mac Mork from North Dakota State. Mork, yeah. Mount, yeah, yeah. He like I'm not, I'm not expecting him, but you know he's an option. They could go yeah. guard and go Osiris Torrance and try and maybe move someone out because I think you know they they any offensive line help is good. Like if you've got a mm. Patrick Mahomes, you want to keep him up as upright yeah. as much as possible. So, um, so yeah. By the looks, the only thing that I've seen is that Will Levis did not get picked. In the first, yeah, game, which is not a surprise. What a shame! Not a surprise. <laughs> Hendon Hooker not getting picked. I'm kind of a little bit surprised, but now that we've gone through the first round and uh, the teams have made their picks, I'm like, okay, it does make a little bit of sense. Hmm. So, once this picks, once this picks over, we've got a we've got a little bit to discuss. Then what's going to happen come um, tomorrow, but. Yeah, we'll have to, is this a Zach's, um, Zach Charbonnet if, if they reach for him? Oh, man, you know, that's another potential. Back at the end. Yeah, what if it could be? Wow, what if this? What if this is Michael Mayer? Like, yeah. I know they've got Travis Kelsey. What, what actually, what if it's Darnell Washington? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, that, that type of player. I think, though, that they like, um trying to think of their other tight ends who's slipping my mind right now musgrave no for the um, chiefs for the chiefs yeah oh for the chiefs uh, um, is it jody fortson no they've got fortson who's all right the other one i'm thinking of is oh noah gray i think they really like noah fortson. gray and jody fortson they've brought in blake mm-hmm. bell he probably he might not even make the 53-man roster though maybe Okay, so I've seen I've seen the Chiefs pick, and I really I like it. Okay, I haven't seen it. I'm holding out for it. I, I I just I was trying to look up some other details, and that's popped up. I really like that pick. He was a guy who I would have been happy with at 39 as well for the Panthers. Is it Zach Charbonnet? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
Well, then it can't be that exciting. <laughs> but see, this has worked out perfectly for the Steelers because Steelers have pick number 32 tomorrow. And guess who's on yep. the board? Joey Porter Jr. So they were able yep. to get... There was a lot of talk. Oh, they got wow. to pick between their... They're going to have to pick between their offensive lineman or Joey Porter Jr. And they could actually end up with both of them, both. which would be That's a massive win for the Steelers. That. That's crazy that happened. To fall like that. Oh, they're going to have the... Yeah, Clark Hunt's got to have his moment. Fair enough, too. <laughs> It's not very often that the defending Super Bowl champs have the draft in their yeah. city as well. So, yeah. oh, he's getting right to it. Felix and oh. Yuzoma. Oh, wow. there nice. you go. Okay, the so, upside is massive. Amazing, upside is massive. If you can yeah. can play him opposite. Um, Carl Loftus. I don't I think Frank Clark is off the roster now too. I think he's a free agent. Um, so him, I think. Yeah, maybe it's I like that way. So Chris that. Jones. Chris Jones still there. Yeah. Um Derek Nardi is still there on the left side. Um Charles and Menahue as well. Is Charles Menahue still playing for them? I'm not sure. I'm just on yeah, that. So Charles Menahue signed yeah, there in the updated. in okay. the offseason. Um They've got him, they've got Carl Loftus. Uh, you know, and now they're replenishing their line with some young guys. So, I mean, I really yeah. like that. That's why I was saying I like that as big. He was a guy, like I was saying, when I was doing my just Panthers only mock drafts, he was a guy who routinely fell to 39, who I was like, yeah. Yeah. If he fell to 39 and the Panthers grabbed him, that would be a, that'd be a really good pick for them because, yeah. because of the upside, because of things like that. So... Um, so yeah, that was a very interesting. So what I'm going to do is, um, that was a great day. Any, what, what are you good? Yeah. What's a, what, what are your thoughts on that particular pick there that went to the, went to the Chiefs there? I think I would have liked to have seen them trade it, trade back even just a little bit. Cause I'm not sure how many teams were eyeing him but um having said that like yeah they're in a position similar to the eagles where they can just make these luxury picks and just add depth to an already like talented super talented defense um not too many holes to fill i wouldn't be surprised if they tried to trade it and no one was willing to move up for anyone there yeah that's what i'm thinking happened yeah yeah so if i just so what i'll do is i'll just run back through these were the picks as they happen so as expected, Bryce Young went number one to Carolina. CJ Stroud goes number two to the Houston Texans. At three, the Texans trade with Arizona and select Will Anderson Jr. Four, Anthony Richardson to the Colts. Five, the Seahawks select Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois. Paris Johnson Jr. with a trade goes to Arizona after they trade with Detroit. Tyree Wilson at seven to the Raiders. Bijan at eight to the Falcons, Jalen Carter nine to the Eagles, as they've traded up one spot with the Chicago Bears, who the Bears select Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. Peter Skaronsky goes to the Titans. 
the biggest surprise of the night and the one that left out, which we might have to still talk about in a minute once we finish, is Jameer Gibbs mm. to the Detroit Lions <laughs> at 12. The pick that had Beard nearly throw his laptop out the window, Lucas Van Ness <laughs> at 13. No, not so uh, much that. Broderick. Just the timing of it. Exactly. No, that's what I mean. You nearly threw your computer yeah. out the window because he, you thought you could have had, there were so many other players available at that spot. But we then had a trade with New England and Pittsburgh with the Steelers taking Broderick Jones at 14. Will McDonald goes at 15 to the Jets. And just um, so as we're talking about at the time, I had Will McDonald as um, 43 in my seven-round mock that I did, John. I had a quick look while uh, at one stage at Dane Brugler's rankings. He had Will McDonald as number 46 in his top 100. So I wasn't too outlandish in what I thought of him at 43. But... um, the Commanders select Emmanuel Forbes at 16. Christian Gonzalez falls to the Pats at 17. Jack Campbell, the other biggest surprise of the draft, goes to the yeah. Detroit Lions at 18. That I still, I the Detroit Lions draft, we might just have to talk about quickly in a minute. Kalijah Kansi goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then the receiver run happens. Jackson Smith and Jigba to the Seahawks. Quinton Johnson to the Chargers. Zay Flowers to the Ravens. And Jordan Addison to the Vikings. Then the New York Giants trade up with the Jags and select Deontay Banks. The Jags then trade again with Buffalo and the Bills take Dalton Kincaid. Mazzy Smith to the Dallas Cowboys. Anton Harrison to Jacksonville. Miles Murphy to the Bengals. Brian Brzee to the Saints. Nolan Smith to the Philadelphia Eagles. And Felix Anduke Uzoma goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. So of that list that I've read out, guys, what... Um, I think I might know your thoughts, but what is the biggest surprise and your favourite pick out of all of those? Dan, you want to go first? Jameer Gibbs is the obvious one. Yeah. Picking Jameer Gibbs and there, I don't think just, anybody just him, would have seen him that. him with Jack Campbell. Yeah. Mm. Both yeah. of them. You could just yeah. say that. You could just say that. Anyone would have seen draft. that. For me, it's just kind of that section there. I I think that there wasn't too many surprises. I think most teams, if not almost all teams, did a really good job. It was just that period there between pick, say, like 11 to 14 even. So it was the Titans, Lions, Packers, Steelers taking Skaransky, Gibbs, Van Ness. And Roderick Jones, I think, was okay. And they traded up in front of the Jets to – oh, sorry, I think it was the Patriots to grab him. But – that's where it sort of took a lull where like the Titans taking Peter Skaronsky. I know that they have holes everywhere to fill, but that one sort of made less sense to me than other positions that they could have gone. Cause like we've been talking, saying throughout the whole night, it's there's um, lots of talent that was there to, to be had if they wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other surprising thing um, as well is the Jets that. taking Will McDonald. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to me, it was that period for me from 12. Actually, 12 for me was the, not the weird, the biggest fan of 12 to 18. Yeah. Because you had Gibbs at 12, Jack Campbell 18, I wasn't a fan of. But just some of those picks, like you were sort of saying, like Van Ness, I'm not, a, I was never a fan of. I didn't, I didn't really think he was that guy at that 13, like you said, I would have rather 
the Packers, if I was them, I would have run. If you're going edge rusher, I would have tried Nolan Smith, Miles Murphy. Like to me, yeah. that's that's who I would have. They won't. There they won't take Nolan Smith um, at his size. They aren't going to take Nolan Smith though. As much as yeah. I love him, no, that's that's the thing. Him. They wouldn't. Not not taking him at that, but then to me, it also sort of feels like, well, if you valued Will McDonald that much, surely there was a team in the twenties or the late teens who would have traded up to thirteen, and you would have been able to. Uh, well, sorry, um, for the Jets, I mean, like Will McDonald. Surely there was a team that you could have uh, traded back for. Like to me, I also think Van Ness, you could have traded back a few picks for as well. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, my two favorite picks from the the whole night for when factoring in value and things like that, it's got to be Nolan Smith to the Eagles at 30, I think is amazing value. I do, I, without sounding like too much of a homer, I, I love Jackson Smith and Jigba to the Seahawks at 20. Um, yeah. That well, really feels a whole, and probably even Jalen Carter to the uh, Eagles again at nine, I think was a great, great fall, great landing spot for them there. I think yeah. I like the um I think I like that pick um at 20 for the the fact that you know like we were saying a lot of mocks and everything had him going um top 12. Yeah. Like, so if you're getting a guy who a lot of people are thinking is a top 12 top 15 pick and you're able to get him at pick 20 that to me is a win. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. I think I think my two favorite drafts out of everyone so far in that first round were I think the Eagles by far and away like it's it's almost it's unfair that a team that good was able to get even better yeah. by getting guys like Jalen Carter <laughs> and Nolan Smith like that's why I hated saying yeah yeah and, we and can't that deny just seems um, yeah, exactly that just seems like not fair um, but also too um, I actually really like what the Texans did yeah. Like they, they got their franchise quarterback. They got their edge rusher. Like they're trying to build this culture. They're trying to change away, change their ways of how everyone looks at the um the Texans. They don't, they don't want to be that rumor, laughing. St- yeah, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. When that rumor no, no, started right, spreading forty eight hours ago, as soon as like most rumors you sm- you knock down, you go, oh, that's kind of a bit ridiculous. As soon as I heard that, I thought that is one of the best. Um sort of like decisions that they could make. One of the best rumors that I had mm. heard. If that came to fruition, I was like, I can definitely see that happening. As ridiculous as it sounds. Yeah. What about what were your thoughts on it? Beer? Well I saw you were just breaking up then. Uh what are your thoughts on that Texans the Texans move by going and getting CJ and Will Anderson? Oh I love it. They get their quarterback which we said all along, the Texans need a quarterback. Like to pass one over and hope that you're going to be in a position to get one next year is far too much of a gamble. So getting their quarterback and then getting an elite edge rusher as well. And they didn't, they didn't give up the world to do it either. Yeah. So they're still in a decent position. So I love what they did there. And I think, too, like, this draft does seem like one, you know, everyone was sort of saying they should have, if they've stayed at 12, they would have been able to get Jackson Smith and Jigba at 12 if they wanted to. But this seems like a draft where you might not have the a, a lot of guys with the same quality as um, 
JSN, but there are some good receivers in the later rounds of this draft that you can, you know, you can utilize and you can bring some oh. in because the the receiving yeah. depth isn't really there. Um, receiving depth isn't really there at the moment <laughs> in here. Uh, receiver depth in Houston isn't that great at the moment. Like you've got Robert Woods, who a lot of people thought were on his last legs last year. Yeah, Nico Collins, who hasn't really shown anything. You've got John Mechie, who's going to make his. Um, you know, after overcoming cancer and everything from last year. So you've got those pieces there, but there are plenty of guys in rounds three, four, five that are wide receivers that you could just bring in at Houston and, you know, that, that could have roles on that team without them being superstars, but they can be there and they can be targets for CJ Stroud and try and improve yeah. that offense. And that's what this wide receiver class is this year. There's no, there's not that superstar there, even JSN. You're hoping he's going to be in that superstar sort of category, but we don't know. But, yeah, the rest of the class of wide receiver, the further down you go, I think you're just going to have players that can plug in and have a good role in the NFL. And I think a lot of people sort of talking down about the wide receivers in the mid-rounds are looking at it from a fantasy perspective Mm. a lot more than an actual NFL perspective. Yeah. So I think there's guys there that will have really good roles for an NFL team in those mid-rounds. Yeah. And so looking looking forward to tomorrow, these are just – I've just found this. These are some of the, um, the names who are still on the board come tomorrow. So some surprising and some not-so-surprising ones. But you've got Joey Porter Jr., Brian Branch, Will Levis, Michael Mayer, Osiris Torrance, Keon White, edge rusher out of Georgia Tech, Cam Smith, cornerback out of South Carolina. You got Cody Mock from North Dakota State, Adetomwa Adabuare from Northwestern, uh, John Michael Schmitz, Sam Laporta, Drew Sanders, Steve Avia, uh, Zach Charbonnet, Dewan Jones, Julius Brents, Marvin Mims, Joe Tipman, Darnell Washington, Clark Phillips, Keanu Benton, Matthew Bergeron, Tucker Craft. DJ Turner, Cedric Tillman, Isaiah Foskey, Derek Hall, Darius Rush, Diane Henley, Isaiah Maguire, Trent Simpson, BJ Ojolari, Hendon Hooker. So they're just some of the names who are available come tomorrow. And there's some really good quality players in there who, like I said, a lot of these guys were expected. I know it's one of those things that you see there's um, from some people, they've got 47 guys who are locks to be first round draft picks, which just never works out (laughs) mathematics wise. But to look at some of those guys who are still available and it's quite surprising the amount of quality players who are still going to be around in that second, second round there. Yeah. And it also sort of sounds like um, it's like relative to the drafts. Cause you know, like if these players were in other drafts, maybe they'd be higher or maybe they'd be a bit lower, but for what it is, there's still, there's like this sort of draft lacks a lot of like top tier, top end talent, but there's not a huge drop off. Like they're all sort of, then they all come in a wave of the next sort of tier, I'd say. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of guys part of the, um, that we expected to go that may even fall even further because there's going to be other guys now that jump up the board. And I, I'm not sure if either of you read this. There was an article that the athletic did, which was inside and almost inside the Bears Panthers trade to number one. And the Panthers, uh, um, sorry, the Bears originally wanted the Panthers pick at 39 in this second round and not the San Francisco mm. 49ers pick of 61. 
and uh, Scott Fitterer said went back to them and said no, sixty um, one's too far a drop from us to go from one to sixty one because we think that there's about 45, 50 sort of guys who are – they, they had like almost a ranking system. There's about 50 guys sort of that they went right. These are yeah. the ones that we want to come away with at least two of these guys from this. So they felt 61's a big drop. When you look at who's left there and you look at who would still be available to, say, like the Panthers at 39, you can understand now why they might have had to give up so much extra – to keep that pick 39 because even though, yes, some of these guys have fallen, there's no guarantee that any single one of those top guys that we have there is, is going to be available at 61. So it makes a lot of sense why they didn't want to go down so far and they didn't want to give up 39 and were willing yeah. to give up more future picks to stay at that pick 39. Yeah, I'm excited. I think there's going to be, I think it's going to be another really great round or two rounds coming up. Definitely, definitely. Yes, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So what we might do is we might leave it there, guys. So thank you for anyone who is still listening to this and um, listen to this whole four hours that we've been doing. <laughs> four it hours, 14 hours, minutes. If you ask yeah. me, it's 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 insane. I didn't expect it, that we'd be going so, so long. So, um, guys, can you just uh, let everyone know who might be listening what your acts and everything are? Twitter if they want you guys to follow because this was a lot of fun. So thank you very much for coming on too. Mate, that was good fun. I loved it. As much as you never know what to expect coming into a draft, I think this one outdid itself with some of the picks that were made. So definitely some curveballs in there, which was always good fun when you're watching it live and chatting with people about it. So loved every minute of it. So if you want to give me a follow on Twitter, it's at beard underscore eight two. And you'll see plenty of talk about NFL and draft and wondering what the Packers are going to do next. Yeah, that was fantastic. Thanks for organizing that, Brad. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at John Lloyd Roberts. Um, you can listen to my podcast if you're interested in footy at all uh, at this time of year. Um, we're at Ball or Nothing on YouTube and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, once the NFL season starts to come around, it's so nice to talk about NFL and, and get back into that. So, yeah, appreciate this. It's good to purge it all out. One of my favorite days of the year. Yeah, exactly. And you can find you guys, you can find me at Bradbot1 or you can find us at NFL Lab Network on Twitter and uh, we'll have this hopefully uploaded to YouTube if you want to see some of our reactions to some of these, especially that Lions pick when Jameer Gibbs went and just the dumbfounded <laughs> look on our faces. Um, that's probably well worth it itself. So um, uh, for Dan, John and myself, thank you for coming and listening and we hope you enjoyed this draft coverage. Until next time, see you guys. See you guys. Welcome back to the lab. Welcome back to the land.